Good evening, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Centralist. I hope everyone's having a great afternoon, great morning, great evening, wherever they are on a big blue planet. You know, I say this all the time, but guys, I mean, this show crosses about 160 countries, not as many as UFO covers us, but it does cross about 160 countries. So there's a lot of people out there listening to us. A lot of different people want to hear us. Its audience runs anywhere from a million to two million, so and growing. So I mean, first off, if you want to advertise, give me a call or write me at iQuietCox.net, but. Uh, it's just nice because I get emails from everybody. Like, we, you know, we're giving away lightsabers. And tonight we're going to give away Darth Maul's lightsaber. <clears throat> I'll show you that later <laughs> later in the show. So uh, so we've been giving them away. Last night we gave away one of Obi-Wan. So we've given away two Obi-Wans, one of the one of the old Obi-Wan from the movie, one from the series. And now there's another one he's given us, another Obi-Wan that's in between. Yes, I didn't know there was an in-between, but I forgot there is. So so we're going to th- they're $899, 899 You gave that one away last night? Yes, we gave away this last night. The night before last, we gave away. Now, this one, this is my own personal one I use to torture everybody with. You cannot That's walk. That's nice, though. I like you can't, that. You can't walk through my house without losing <laughs> body parts. <laughs> but uh, it's it's nice. And that one's going to get given away, too, probably around Christmas time. Uh, I, he's sending me um, Qui-Gon Jinn and Master uh, Lindus. I'm getting they're going to be two of mine. And uh, and those actually can change the colors. On this one, you can't, but most of them you can it's real aircraft aluminum, people. They're, they're actually well built. They're nice. And this one has the fighting blade on it. So I can whack the shit out of you. I want to excuse my ladies. I can whack How much is that one? This one here without sound is, it was a gift, but I think it's around $150. Wow. You might even get it for 110 because they, they have different sales on them. But, you know, you can see how long the hilt is on it. I mean, it's, it's seriously long. It's, it looks really there. nice. And, uh, you know, I love the way it lights up in, in, in a less lit room. It is fantastic. <laughs> so my, my chihuahua thinks it's out to probe her, so I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> she attacks it now. She's like, that could only volt, If that could only vault people, Joe, you touch this thing, you get vaulted. <laughs> Actually, they do have them out there. I was talking with a good really? friend of mine. We were talking about modifying this one to go to 900,000 volts. And all you have to do is run two wires on the inside of them. Two little thin wires on the inside of them and hook them to and hook you up because uh, they're big enough to install the taser in them. So you can just taser the crap out of people. Oh, look at my lights. Oh, I didn't mean to knock you out. I didn't tell you to touch it, did I? Well, don't touch well, it now. We have we have those people here in my town in Kentucky where they go out late at night and they fight each other with those mm-hmm. things. So well, that's whole that could take that a whole new le- level. <laughs> yeah, but there's big clubs out there that do this and they all get together and they fight and. Uh, they have a blast. I mean, I, th- I met someone I was at Fan X. I met someone I was at Dragon Con. Um, and they, they take this stuff serious, people. Don't be messing with them. <laughs> I'm telling you. You might get probed by a saber. But everybody was real nice. I mean, at Dragon Con, everybody was real nice. At, at Fan X, everybody was real nice. We had a really good time. Kirby, how did you hear about that? I just... Okay, people, we've been asked to go on... One... Okay, let me, let me real quick. We're on a Christian broadcast network. Now, a friend of mine bought one okay. and took this station, overlaid it over that one. But this is a different one. They've got about two, they're gonna, they reached 253 million families in 86 wow. countries. So they offered us a slot for the station. Now, mind you, you know, think we don't usually curse on the shows. We try not to. And most of the shows, you won't hear any cursing. So the show, this station really is probably rated PG 17. But there are some topic matters here I would not say would be good for, um, well, Christians or young kids. I mean, some of these topics can get really in depth, and then yet someone can call it quite scary. So <laughs> I don't know how this is going to work. <clears throat> I sent them a letter back today, telling them what the station does. They wrote me back. We'd please like to meet with you. 
And because uh, they were under the impression we had a show I was giving them, not a station. I said, no, no, it's a whole station. So we'll see how it goes. It's I think it's called the Now Network. So we'll want something I, like I think I've heard of that, actually, yeah. the Now Network. I'm Christian-based, so um, I do a lot of Bible prophecy stuff, too. So Yes. We cook Christians down here, by the way, and eat them for dinner. <laughs> that doesn't surprise you. You won't eat anything down there. That's you can true. Fry anything in if, the south. If even if if marijuana goes legal in the south, all over the place, you all will fry that sucker up and eat it. On oh Sunday. yeah, it'll, it'll be fried down here. Well, you know, in Mississippi and Louisiana, it is legal if it's medical marijuana. And Louisiana even made it. Even if you had a stomachache, you could get it. They're, they're I'm a proponent. Good. I'm a proponent for that, but I worry about it if it gets approved federally. So. I worry That's about it because story. I started telling people a long time ago, I said, if you leave pot alone on its own, it'll get legal. But if you start bringing in all these gummy bears and all these, the problem is, is you brownies. got the liquids now. You get the brownie, but you get cookies, brownies, whatever you want, all, any kind of candy. Well, first of all, this has already happened in Colorado and in California where one little kid ate a whole bag of gummies. Now, it didn't kill him, no, before anybody writes to me, but it sure warped his brain for quite some time. Um, and that, and until the, until edibles came along and other ones the vapes and stuff like that there was no deaths are related to marijuana now there's several hundred I haven't so looked into that. yeah so the thing about that is people if it keeps going like that you know duis a lot, a lot of duis happening now if it keeps going like that it'll never get completely legal matter of fact the feds might even start going after the states that have already made it legal so we need to strike a happy balance if you really want legal marijuana in this country you're gonna have to strike a half balance. this isn't amsterdam this isn't BC. Uh, our country doesn't work like that. There's not a place in our country you can go do every drug you want. It's, it's just not the kind of country we are. We are hardcore. People don't like to believe it, but 50% of Americans still go to church every week, and 75% of them, or I'm sorry, 85% of them still believe in God. So it's it's not that easy to sway those opinions. And before anybody asks, yes, I believe in a creator. Maybe not the same one you do, but still, I do believe in one. Well, what's interesting with me with Colorado, because I've done a lot of business out there, they even have in the grocery stores an aisle dedicated to to evil, products evil. that are um, mm. that have uh, marijuana and, and things, cannabis in, in that, which had all kinds of products down that aisle. I was really super impressed. This was in Vail, Colorado oh, yeah. uh, when I was out there. They had the grocery store. There and then they had two aisles that was dedicated with all those ingredients and things mm. in there. And and yes, I did. I will just I will I will confess. Yes, I did. I bought some yeah, stuff. There's no, wrong, there's no wrong with that. Look, you're in a legal state too. I was in Cortez, Colorado, just recently, and uh, it was yeah. funny. It was funny. It was in one of the pot shops, and the guy recognized me. Wanted the autograph. It was. Uh, oh, yeah, it was nice. funny. Well, he actually, he actually, he actually asked Linda. He said he wanted to know who I was, and she said, "Yeah." She said, because I was in, I was actually going in to buy some because I was going over to Utah for the Fanex. I wanted to have while I was staying in Colorado, I wanted to have some fun. And uh, I was like, sure, I'll sign an autograph. I don't mind. He's like, I see you on TV and on, on the radio and listen to you. He said, I know you smoke pot. I said, dude, I'm from the born from the baby boomers. What do you expect? I can't help myself. <laughs> it's in my blood, man. I'm all for herbal remedies, natural remedies. I am. I fought cancer. I'll just t- tell you all this. Um, I don't. I, I don't talk about it on any of my public pages that much. But five, uh, in August, it was five years. I opted out of chemo, radiation. I used vitamins and herbal remedies and fought it, and I'm doing great. And and that works great for some people. But Steve uh-huh. Jobs did the same thing, and it killed him. 
Um, I, it, I don't know. Maybe, maybe faith maybe, too. I had a lot of faith. Well, maybe there. faith has something to do with it. Maybe I was going to say belief, uh, but because I mean, Steve, when when I heard about, it, I was like, Steve, you're one of the richest men on the planet. You got several opinions. I mean, you could afford anything. I know um, there's been some people in my family got cancer. My uh, oldest nephew, who's a billionaire, him and his his male partner are billionaires. And uh, he went to, he got stage four cancer. He flew to B-52s down, rented the Hard Rock Cafe out, the Hard Rock place out, and uh, uh-huh. flew to B-52s down, had a great party. This was his 51st birthday, I think. And um, somebody told him about this place in Germany. He flew over there, and five days later, he was cured of cancer, stage four cancer he was cured of. His mom got it. She sent her over there, which is my sister. Uh, my half sister sent her over there. They cured her in five days. Sent her home. She's actually had three remissions every time she goes back. I mean, three come back three times. Every time they go back, they cure it. It's not spreading. It doesn't get out of control. And it, it did it with Stuart, but Stuart, he couldn't stop himself. You know, he was really rich and you know, he liked traveling. The doctors kept telling you, you need to slow down a little bit. You need to relax from the recovery and the drugs and everything. So he was he was staying on his yacht in the Mediterranean. Yeah, lucky bastard. All I can tell you. And uh, he was doing deals, you know, he's an environmental lawyer. So he was doing deals and all of a sudden he just collapsed and went into a coma and uh, they brought him, he was in Paris for about six, uh, six weeks before they sent him home. They told him we don't know. And it doesn't look like we can save him. So he just, if he would listen to the doctors, he'd still be alive today. Well, um, but, real quickly too, I, I didn't plan on talking about this at all, by okay. any means, but altitude plays a lot of roles in in health and i think the people especially in colorado up in the higher altitude areas and um the stanley hotel fo stanley fe stanley mm-hmm. where stephen king wrote the shining there's a whole big history with fo stanley with tuberculosis and all those lung related issues that we've all faced um going through um Higher altitude uh, atmosphere, I think, helps a lot with uh, chronic illness and, and actually eliminates the um, inflammation that we might carry in our bodies in many ways. Yeah, it's weird, you know, when I, when I, we talk about stuff like this, because um, mm-hmm. I've, I've known people who have been cured by, you know, traditional treatments. I know people have been cured by non-traditional treatments. I know people have died of both, too. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I watched my dad at 16 melt away with getting regular chemo. He had blood cancer. So they, they were just irradiating, irradiating, irradiating his whole body every so few weeks. And there's no way you're going to survive that. Uh, you know, to me, it was just a form of torture because there's no way you're going to survive that. Even at 16, I knew you weren't going to survive that. I was like, hmm, this doesn't look like the way I want to go. But um, today it's different. I mean, they can localize the chemo treatment. They can localize a lot of things. Uh, they customize medicines for you. But you got to want to do it. You got to want to live. And that's not always what it is for people. When my mom got cancer, she got in the brain. She said, no. They said, we can remove. She said, no. She said, it's time for me to go home. And that's what she did. And, uh, and I, I don't think I could have done it the way she did. But she just went on with her life and did everything she did. And uh, well, hang, hung out and visited with her for the last two months of her life. And then she was gone. I was like, it's just one of those things. But uh, you got to choose to live, people. That's all I can tell you. It's up to the person you, and, you and faith and expectation and, and pray I, about how, whoever, what, however you pray, just pray, do what's best for you and, and, and your family. I did what I thought was best for myself and my family and it worked in many ways, but you know, the older I get to with your, you saying with your mom, like I will probably, if I got this up 
when I was a little bit older or something, I probably won't fight it that much and I'm ready to go. Yeah. I mean, when you're ready to go, you're ready to go. And, and, and trying to lie, you know, one of the, we get asked a lot over the years in this show is, is about, you know, letting old elder people have uh, assisted suicide. Man, it's a, it's a hard thing because families don't want to let people go. So anytime, if you look at it from a family point of view, you're going to vote no. If you look at it for somebody who's being tortured or suffering or things like that, you're going to vote yes. It's, it's a tough one. It's an, 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 see, me, unfortunately, I was raised Catholic, so suicide is not an option. Even though I'm not Catholic anymore or any faith for that matter, it's just not an option. I was raised that, you know, you kill yourself, how do you amigos? You're going to go hang out with the red guy for a couple of centuries. Oh, that's not the truth. I, I've so, dealt, I just dealt with suicide. I just talked about this tonight, suicide mm -hmm. with my uncle two, two years ago in 2020. So yeah. uh, anybody that goes to a church, I'll just tell you this. If you go to the church and they tell you you're going to go to hell to commit suicide, they're lying in many ways um, or, or they are just not that in-depth with what scripture really says. That's not the truth. It's uh, it, well, I never thought it was, but still, it's got always in the back of your head. So uh, it's one of the things. Uh, okay, cool, Jay. Cool. Let's just uh, let me know he's still at work. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he he just was texting me just now. All right, let's put y'all over here. Oh, well, no, I don't want to do that. Well, sorry, I did not expect to talk about that this evening. Well, yeah, Joe. You see, that's that's <laughs> the thing when you come on here, you never know where I'm going to go. I mean, we're we're going to actually get into some, a couple of news articles here. Okay. But it's um, you know, it's it's nice to talk about things. People people get so stiff these days, or in or so politically correct, and topics like what we were just talking about is so unpolitically correct. Um, you know, people, oh, you should never talk about helping somebody to commit suicide. I'm like, why? Um, I've gotten in some serious debates with people over it. People have gotten really mad at me over it. I'm like, look, it's it's not my decision. It's theirs. If they want, if they're that miserable that they want to go. And I told my family, uh, we have a thing, no no extraordinary measures if something happens. So. My, my take on that is me personally or my family is that God designates the day you're born and he also designates the day you're out. So I would not participate in that. And um, I would go with the process, even if I opted out of any kind of chemo radiation or any kind of last, if I opted all that out, I would just go with the process and enjoy it as it happens. Because I think death is not as bad in some ways that other people think it's all a process. And, and um, not that I would enjoy it. Don't, I'm not morbid, y'all. Okay. But it, it's, you know, birth is a process, death's a process. And it's not my position with me personally to tell whether I believe in God. So he birthed me. It's not my place to take that death date away either. So I'd let it go. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, a good thing to do. It's a, what was that, Markle? Markle, is that? Are you like playing like your Angela Markle tonight, the the ex prime minister of Germany, the one that got her ass in trouble for buying? Hey, like, she's supposed yeah. to be Hitler's daughter. Hey, the way she was going with Germany, she might have been. She's uh, she's. They said it's Hitler's daughter. I I haven't done the. That's the conspiracy part in me in some some ways. I I am a little bit conspiracy in some ways, but I mean, I did do the pictures side by side, and I they look familiar like they look like they would 
be related. <laughs> it's, um, what was that? Wait, who won? No, no, no. Last I heard, the Republicans won the House and the Democrats won the Senate. Yes, that's the last I had heard. Yeah, as far as no, I know, they already booted Nancy Pelosi. Oh, yeah. Nancy's got the boot. Hattie O's bitch over. She's gone. She's like, okay, now you can go. Uh oh, what happened? You're breaking up on me. Emily, you're cracking oh, up. You're breaking up. Here we go. You mentioned Nancy Pelosi. She got the hammer, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, there was there was a running bet yesterday if if she was going to be nice and hand the gavel over to someone, or she was just going to slam it on her desk and walk away. And I was like, well, it's Nancy; she'll do what Nancy wants to do. She'll probably she, just take the gavel with her. She's not going to give it to anybody else. She probably isn't. Well, Nancy's funny because um, a couple of months back she said she was going to run again and be Speaker of the House again, and then the Republicans won. And what she's fearing is is the Republicans going to keep the House in the next election. So because she the other day before the finals came in she said she was going to run for another term but now that the finals came in it sounds like she's not going to run for another term these old people running for office it's not about position it's about control like how don't you want to retire joe like i want to retire you know i want to i want to chill out i want to travel all this stuff all these people like if they ever die off i don't know if that's a thing that they even do but it's all about control. It's not anything about the people. It's not anything about helping our country. It's all about themselves. It's inside trading and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, here's a red flag because I'm in Kentucky. Mitch McConnell was voted back in. And yeah. when the Democrats are also agreeing that this is a good choice, that's a red flag. Yeah, it is. Um, I know Mitch McConnell even gets voted in in Kentucky. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how a lot of these old guys win. I mean, we know they're doing a crappy job. I was looking at Chuck Schumer. He won 76% oh, yeah. of his district. I was like, really? What, what? I said, am I missing something? This guy's a moron. I mean, I don't understand. And, and I've said this a hundred times. Congress should be limited to, to the fields in it. So the old days, if you go back just 60 years, you'll find that um, the Congress had farmers in it, doctors in it. Lawyers in it, health professionals in it, all sorts of people were in it. Today, it's what is that? I think it's eighty percent lawyers now. Nothing. That's why oh, nothing gets that's accomplished. Why our judicial all, system so corrupt too. Yeah, and, and that's why nothing gets done because all, all lawyers do is argue. That's all they know how to do, uh, and they don't want to settle. Nobody wants to settle here. Everybody wants to win, and unfortunately, I can't win. Uh, Jordan, thank you for sending me that. I did see it earlier, but um, Jordan has just sent me. Twitter has a Mark Elon Musk put up a poll. Saying should Trump be reinstated? Yes. So so did you far, see that on the Supreme Court docket? Uh, I'm just I just I just seen this is a Twitter thing. You have to tell me about it in a second. Okay. Uh, so far, 2.3 million votes have been cast. Uh, 59% of response or 60% of people voting are voting yes, and it's been as high as 64%. So now it's got another 22 hours. So if y'all want to keep Trump out, y'all better get out there and get the voting. If you want him in there, you better get out there and get them voting too. But if you want him reinstated on Twitter, that means. It oh. looks like, as of right now, it looks like he might get reinstated. But, you know, it's still 22 hours. Anything can happen in 22 hours. Now, what were you telling me? Well, first of all, I'm pulling this up because I didn't think I was going to talk about this either tonight. But this deals with some investigations under Kamala Harris and oh, Joe Biden in the 2020 election. It got on the court docket on October 24th of 2022. And there's supposed to be an answer the day before Thanksgiving 
on what the Supreme Court is going to hold. I think it's the 23rd. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's November. It's on the Supreme Court uh, website um, about the election. Um, it involves uh, possible removal of a sitting president and vice president of the United States, along with members of the United States Congress. The action is against 388 federal officers in their official capacities, which include President Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., Vice President Kamala Harris, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, and former Vice President Michael Richard Pence. Check the document out in the full I, list. I, I, I even done it. <laughs> sorry, I get excited about this, but. Yeah, it, but it's all on the court docket and it was listed. It was turned in or came up on the docket. I, I believe it was October the 24th. If I remember my dates and they're supposed to have an answer. That makes sense. In, in a month, uh, November 23rd, the day before Thanksgiving and how the Supreme court is going to work with this or the complaints or whatever was filed. But no. I, you know, I want to run for office in Kentucky. I was going to this time, um, just locally starting out, but I'm dealing with health uh, issues with my ex-husband and that's my son's father. But um, yeah, I, I, I believe that we need to have term limits on any elected official period. Meaning when I say, when I say term limits is that they can do, I would say three terms because usually that can put you in with two presidencies. If you do three terms, then you have to sit out a term, go back to your state, reconnect with the people and then run again that's weird it's, you think uh, so give somebody yeah. a chance to step up in in that you step away there's stuff coming out this is your end of your term limits people are battling on it in your state grounds they somebody they gets voted in then you sit out that term but then you get vote you go back to your state you rerun have a new campaign and then go back you can be voted back in but well, see, I kind of do. So I kind of go along those lines, but I just don't want to vote it back in. So usually what I'll tell you is, is the Senate should be limited to two terms. It's 12 years. The yeah, House should Senate also be limited to 12 years. So let's say you're a senator for 12 years. Well, now you go run for the House and be in the House for 12 years. That's 24 years. Then there's other public offices, there's state houses, you know, where you can sit in for another 12 years and also governorships. So if you really want to serve our country, you can, and you don't have to be in the same place all the time. Technically, a person can serve in four different places, 50 years. Uh, that's a lot of service, and most people are going to retire after 50, because you usually can't even get in office until you're in your 40s or so. So, you know, so you're, well, it's 50 years is 90. It's, that's, that's, yeah, I think you might want to retire by then. I mean, well, right now, we're not batting well with old presidents, so. Well, the most corruption, too, is in, in our cities. You know, mm. our commissioners that keep getting voted in, our city county commissioners that vote in, vote in, vote in every single time for decades. Well, it's it's like I was talking to all my, all my liberal friends, a lot of my conservative independent friends, bitching their asses off about how bad it's been the last two years. I said, well, under Bush, it was good. I don't know what to tell you. And uh, I mean, under Trump, it was good. I don't know what to tell you. And they like, well, Trump was, I said, yeah, Trump was a big asshole, but excuse my language, but he was, um, he did a good job as president. I mean, he balanced the budget. He got the economy going good. He kept our enemies at bay, made them stay their asses at home where they're supposed to be. Stop, made Kim Jong Un stop lobbing missiles around the planet. Mm -hmm. um, that's what he was supposed to do. Sat down with dinner with Xi Jinping while he launched 91 cruise missiles at Libya. Like it was nothing. Well, was nobody wants to talk about Obama and him launching missiles. What he launched a missile every yeah, 20 that, minutes was, in eight years. Yeah, well, he was he was doing good and, and you know, 
But Obama, poor Obama, just I feel for Obama actually because he got screwed. Ah. He got he we got screwed and he got screwed. We all got screwed because as a six month senator, a junior senator who had never served, had never been in politics before. Remember, people, he was a community organizer. If you don't know what a community organizer is, I'd look it up in your yeah. Do you know who funded him as a community organizer in Chicago? Jeffrey Epstein. I know he knew Epstein. I knew. I know he knew. Him. I know Clinton knew him. He got then. all. He he got all the funding before he ran any kind of of political office from Jeffrey Epstein. Well, Obama spent more money than any candidate ever. He spent a billion dollars the first term, a billion dollars the second term to get in office. But like I re- like to remind my liberal friends when they bitch about Trump, I said, remember, you put Trump in office. I didn't vote for Trump. I said, oh no, you voted for Obama, who was the crappiest president since Carter. That's why Trump got in. If he would have been a decent president, Trump could have never got in in the presidency the way he talked. But y'all left him no choice. You left the country no choice. They wanted somebody who was going to fix things. And you weren't offering anybody. We didn't want another Obama. That's for sure. We definitely didn't want Biden or Hillary. So you left them Trump. I said, it's all on you. I said, people, you would have been doing your job. We wouldn't have Trump today. And now Trump's officially back in the race. Yes, he, people, he did officially say he's running for president again. Uh, and since he officially said it, his poll numbers are going up. Right now, he's got enough, yeah, right now he's got enough to beat Biden, but that's not who he's got to beat. He's got to beat DeSantis. Um, DeSantis hasn't come out yet. Now, I'm going to tell you this. DeSantis, I've gone through his his money situation. There's something going around, and I posted about it. I haven't. I, I called the UCC in Florida and, and talked to them and everything. I got to research more about what this is going on with this thing that was filed with him and Fauci because everybody's saying it's a disgruntled person that filed this against them over COVID, but they filed against it in Oklahoma. This is not dealing with Florida. And then there's 15 names to that list. It has nothing to do with COVID. But I started going through the funding for DeSantis and just initially looking at it. I haven't gone into details. It's the same backers as Obama. Well, that wouldn't that, that wouldn't surprise me because DeSantis. well, that wouldn't surprise me they, because well, they like, just want to they want to divide and conquer, Joe. They want to take out MAGA. Well, it's it's a little bit more than that. They they want a foot in each door. So if they back DeSantis and they back the other candidate, or they back DeSantis and they back a Democrat over here, whichever one wins, they now have their foot in their door. That's what they're after. They're just trying to keep their money flowing, and and by giving out money, they can do that. But DeSantis had a lot of. Um, donations and florida's got strict laws on donations they're tougher than any state in the union on that look at look up his contributors and things and this is just the initial of me looking up i haven't deep dived but i compared him to obama he has the same contributors in many ways and you you would find that trump had a lot of the same contributors with hillary uh there was quite a few Mm -hmm. people who who gave matter of fact george soros gave money to both campaigns and Joe Soros no hates Trump. Me. He, George, George Soros plays every field. In the, yeah, he, he has his hand uh, in Mark Cuban gave money to Trump. And it, it, first time they asked him, he denied it. And then uh, the lady, I forgot who she was, came out with the actual the copy of the check and posted it. <laughs> they were like, and then he said, yeah, I, I, I sent him money. He said, yeah, I didn't know who was going to be president. I wouldn't. I didn't think Hillary could beat him. And, you know, you, you need to make friends. And uh, so if you send them lots of money. But the rules now, the rules are getting tighter every year on uh, how much money you can give to a candidate. And that has to be because we we, we just watched uh, Herschel Walker's, the guy, what's his name, uh, against oh, him. He spent yeah. $100 million in Georgia for a Senate race, and he's going to probably spend another $100 million to try to win this race. Do you, do you think he's going to win in the runoff? I don't know. I think if the governor comes out on Herschel's side, he won't win. 
I think Herschel will win. But the governor's got to step up and say, yeah, I want Herschel to be my senator. Because Georgia's kind of going blue for the last two elections. And, uh, and well, Atlanta's that, very blue. I mean, it's, That was it, a... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Joe. Well, no, I, I'm just saying Atlanta's very blue. That's why the CDC is in Atlanta. Because uh, they're protected there. It's a blue state. I mean, it's a blue city. I shouldn't say it's a blue state, but it's a blue city. Well, if I was a congressperson on the red side, and I'm I'm not a fan of Marjorie Taylor Greene, I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Do not like her. Um, I, um, but if I was a congressperson on the red side, especially Jim Jordan, I have total respect for him in many ways. I'd love to see him as a vice president or something. Um, I would be down in Georgia for Herschel Walker because the other guy, what's his name? I keep wanting to say Booker. No, it's Warnick or Warnock or Warnock. That's yes. it. He's a minister. He likes to put that reverend or whatever bishop. Yeah, well, in, ministers in don't run for political no. office. Only evil ones do. And he he has a history of violence with his wife or ex-wife, and think he is a scam artist. He he just reminds me of like a used car salesman. <laughs> he does kind of. He does kind of. You know, I I hope Herschel Walker. Um, He's a good guy. I can just tell by just watching him and, and listening to some of his speeches and things. But I could be wrong, too. But it's just time for change in, in many aspects in some of these counties or uh, states. Um, I hope Herschel wins. Why does Georgia does have the runoff? Why does the Georgia, Georgia have runoff? Do you know, Joe? Because they were too close. The votes they always have close. runoff, though. It's they always they, because Georgia, Georgia's a weird state. So Atlanta and its suburbs are all blue, but the rest of the state is all red. But half the population lives in the blue part of the state. So it's, it's tough. You got to really fight in Georgia. It, it, I mean, you know, for uh, it flipped under Trump, but that was Trump's mm-hmm. fault because it was all red before Trump did it. Trump flipped them. He got he, he aggravated enough people in Georgia for whatever reasons that they voted blue. Uh, but all the races there have been, been – but I, what I don't understand – is like in, in in Arizona and places like that, and from some of the other states, Oregon. Why does it take a week or two weeks to count the votes? What the hell's wrong with you people? Well, you can't freaking. They let Katie Hobbs be over part of the counting in Carrie Lake. Like, oh my, I Carrie Lake, Arizona. I think Pennsylvania are are most, and maybe Michigan. Put Michigan in there. Are three most corrupted states in this nation, and what they're what's happening in Arizona? They kept counting until Carrie. One or not, Carrie. I mean, Katie <laughs> one, and that's mind blowing to me. It should we should have all counts in within 24 hours, in my opinion. I, it should be. Somebody said, Well, that's impossible. No, just bring in more people. Um, oh, where was that? Where they they said that they weren't was that Wisconsin? It was Wisconsin where they didn't hire enough people to count. I'm like, How can you not be prepared for this? Uh, you know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, some of the bullshit I hear with some of this county. You know, I said this a long time ago. And this is an easy fix. May, at birth, take blood samples and eye and, and, and retina scans of every person born in this country. So that way they can vote. They can even vote from home. Have a little retina thing on your thing. Stick your finger on there like you're testing for diabetes. It'll take your blood. Put your eye up there. It's got your eye. Now you voted. You can go through the whole list. It'll let you into the system. You vote. It makes it impossible for illegals to vote. There's no way for them to vote because their blood's not going to register, and neither is their eye scan. It's not going to register in the system. Well, they're not ever going to do that, Joe. You know that. Oh, they will eventually. They won't have a choice. They're going to have to do something because 
when you poll the country, even Democrats agree that you should at least have to show an ID to vote. But for some reason, the Democrats refuse to do that because that's how they get illegals in to vote. They do estimate at least 11 the million votes. Mail-in votes need to stop. Yeah, well, that, they need to stop too. But some mail, see, mail-in votes should only be for people who are handicapped and can't get in. You, you should get your ass out and vote, people. Mail-in, yeah, I'm just, not, I'm just not a big fan of mail-in votes. It's too easy to fake them. It's too easy to, to bundle them. I mean, look in California. They found a whole bag of them laying on the side of a cliff. Uh, oh, no, and they haven't said what, which one it was, which means it's probably Republicans because they haven't said which party well, vote it was. It's, it's interesting how these mail-in votes and all this stuff happens uh, that happens during this um, always benefits the Democrat. It never benefits the Republican. I think we should get rid of the two-party system. Period. Yeah, we should have. Well, actually, we, we talk about that a lot, too. So what you should honestly have, if you want true government in this country, you should have a centralist party because most of the people in this country are in the middle. They might be a little conservative in the middle, a little liberal in the middle, but they're in the middle. They're right there, they're moderates on, on both sides. They would make up the majority of the country, along with the independents. You put them all in, that would represent about 65% of the country. So what you would do is, is you would relegate the Republicans and the Democrats to only 20% each. So they could never have control um, all they can do is serve and go with you. So let's say a, take abortion. If if the, the central party wanted abortion, then the liberals would just get on with them and they'd get it. Let's say they wanted something that the Republicans want, then they would jump on. So this way things would actually get done in the country. But right now nothing gets done because nobody can agree. And like, we're going to have two years of nothing now. The Republicans didn't get the Senate. Well, well, so it's two uh, years we'll of have, nothing. We'll have two years and probably in a World War III. And, well, we and might have we that. can't we can't get Biden out of office because we're gonna be stuck in war. Nah, that, that that's all wise tell you. can kick his ass out. You uh, think so? Yeah, I mean I'm just the country, the country's what... not gonna let him be in our president. <laughs> They're just not in warfare. They're gonna be like, excuse me, dude, you don't even know who you're talking to half the time. No, you'd be over there trying so... to shake Putin's hand and shit. Yeah, they're gonna kick you out. <laughs> That's funny. So, real quick too, I just went through like where's Kamala Harris during this? Like, do we have a vice president? So I haven't seen many posts about her whatsoever in a long time. So I deep dived and started looking up stuff, and like she was putting down the age range, the Gen Z age range, telling everybody that that community is uh, um, dumb and they have to be put in dormitories. <laughs> That's the latest thing, but where's Kamala in all, all of this? Like I have never, like she's ghosted out. Am uh, I wrong, Joe? No, no, she she just, like, she just wanted to hide out. She didn't want to be, I don't know. I mean, she didn't even go on a campaign trail. You didn't see her up in Pennsylvania or in Georgia. It's on California. Yeah. Cause it's safe in California yeah. and she's from California. Mm -hmm. So it's safe out there for her. But you know, that's another thing for all my black friends that are listening tonight. I don't understand this. Kamala Harris put away more black people than any any prosecutor, I mean, any district attorney anywhere in the country, in California, in record numbers. And for stupid shit like possession of a joint, possession of a quarter, it's just stupid stuff. And uh, y'all like her? I mean, really? I'm confused. And remember, people, she's not actually black. No. She's a person she's of color. Indian, but isn't she? She she's Indian, Indian and something else. Yeah, she's not black. She, she has, there's no, there ain't no African in that girl. That's a lie if they even try to say that. So... What? Why would you vote for this moron is beyond me? And why would you vote for Joe Biden is beyond me? I mean, yeah, you might hate it, Trump, but Joe Biden's a complete. Look at the country. You cannot convince me, Joe, 
I'm not not Joe Joe here on the screen, not Joe yeah, Biden. You cannot convince me that Joe Biden got more votes than Obama or Hillary. You just can't. You can't. Like I, I know. Will... Well, you know, it bothered me because we 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 had a seven hour show that night for the election. And when we went to bed, Trump was winning in every, everywhere. Oh, it yeah. Like, it, it looked like a landslide. And then when I got up the next morning, he had lost. And it, it did smell because in states where he was way ahead, all of a sudden he was way behind. And this and this was at midnight. And a lot like 85 percent of the votes had been cast or 90 percent of votes. That's a big change. There wasn't even probably enough votes to actually change it. But, you know, it, but that's on him. See, I don't get mad at the Democrats for this. I get mad at Trump for this because Trump had said for a whole year, they're going to cheat, they're going to cheat, they're going to cheat. Well, why didn't you make sure you had a Republican every polling station? Don't let them leave for no reason. If they say you got to go say, no, I'm staying here until my relief comes. and It's not going to happen because like in Pennsylvania and a couple of places in Pennsylvania, the Republicans left thinking it was over. And then Democrats came back and counted. They actually got down a videotape. Then, then they got the one where they said there was a major water leak. And they closed the place down. And then all of a sudden, they got in on video. Guys coming with boxes of ballots. Oh, they said they were going to be counting in the morning. Well, when the people got back, they weren't there because they'd already been counted. And uh, and by the way, the water leak was just a toilet overflowing. It wasn't even anything major. So it was a setup. They, they needed a district, so they brought in enough votes to get the district. And it's not – I mean, we know in Chicago, every year in Chicago, three or 4,000 dead people vote. Them damn people crawl out their graves, crawl to the voting booth, and stick their little thing in there and vote. Uh, people, you shouldn't allow dead people to vote. But there's, there's, there is some corruption. Well, it's everywhere, though. It's not just it in is. Chicago. It's everywhere. There's corruption in our system, and there's easy ways to fix it. We just don't want to fix it. Uh, we want to let them lie. Yeah, oh, you mean Jen Lipinski? Yeah, I've seen that. The court backslapped her ass. She's trying to say it was, it was, it was too much of a burden on her. That she's being sued uh, over free speech, by the way. Yes, for stifling free speech oh. with Dr. <laughs> Fauci. Oh yeah, it's, uh, well for uh, free speech. If we want to talk, I don't. No, I'm not gonna bring that up. Go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. but they they uh, that's okay. That they uh, but uh, so Pinsky's Pisk whatever her name is is tied in with Anthony Fucci now because he's being sued as well. <laughs> they said the two of them have been talking and that, and they were deciding how to address things and and how to fudge things. Fauci's in a lot of trouble now. Now the Democrats are taking over. He's going to be even more trouble. They're, they're not going to let oh, this slide. Fa- yeah, they're not going to let this slide. And that's why we're, we're we we have um, uh, Nancy Pelosi gone. They are going into Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's China, which I've gone down that. It's on my website. If, if anybody went in Ukraine, Burisma. I'm, I'm really waiting. Jim Jordan was on Burisma. I'm really waiting to hear Burisma back. And uh, I was... Um, uh, Klamowski. Uh, nobody knows who Ihor is. And actually, Zelensky worked for Ihor. He's one of the top 20 richest people in the world. And he owned a celebrity or the entertainment uh, thing that Zelensky worked on. Um, this is all coming together. And I really hope, um, oh my gosh, that we're going to see some truth resources on my website. But uh, come to fruition and, and actually get answers to this stuff and hold these people accountable. And it just seems like I'm going to just bring up the term narcissist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, spirit, if you think of it spiritually, just seems like these narcissistic individuals, it, it, it's on both sides. It's, I'm not saying Democrats only or Republicans only, it's on both sides. It's just they never are held accountable. Never. No, they're ever. not a lot of times. So what you see with the Democrat Party a lot is what you, 
there are people being held accountable, just nobody of any consequence. So, and Hillary Clinton and all that stuff with her servers and her computers and all, she didn't go to jail, but the guys did. The guys, but the guy who owned the company, he, he got 10 years. Two of the other Big guys bossy. working, he got five years each. A lot of people associated with all of that uh, bounty gate. I mean, not bounty gate, all that other stuff. They all got jail time, but Hillary didn't. All these people were, all these people that are in jail, that's like 25 of them in jail. Well, right she's now. the real yeah. yeah, But she don't go to jail. And uh, obviously because she must give she these people you. some good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, you remember, what was it, uh, Seth, what was his name? Um, Seth something. He was working for Bar Barney Sanders. He'd been working for the guy for a while. He was really helping Barney get the poll numbers. And Hillary's campaign offered him a deal. Much more money than he was getting. So, okay, that's pretty good. Uh, he met. They met at a bar somewhere, and they talked about it for a while. And then they said he left and walked home. Well, they found him in between the bar and his house with a bullet directly in the back of his head. It was, it was definitely an assassination. Oh, his I know wallet, what talking about now. his jewelry, everything was still on him, and there was no blood at the scene, which means he was killed somewhere else. Uh, he was assassinated, and maybe it was to send a message. I don't know what it was, but he wasn't for, working for Bernie no more, was he? And the last person that had any business to deal with him was Hillary's campaign. You know who it's Hillary's dad shit. was, right? Oh, yeah. I don't remember at the moment, but I did. He remember. took over the mobster area of Chicago when Al Capone was dead. Hillary is actually, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I'm going to say this. Maybe I shouldn't say it. Joe, give me some time. It's going to take a lot of effort for me to say what I need to say here. Yeah, you we, we all right. I'm bringing on our guests. I'm going everybody. About. This is the truth. I promise you. And you all have to just take my word on it and then look it up yourself. And if I'm wrong, by any means, contact me and we'll talk about it because I'm human. Hillary is actually Jewish from the European Jewish line, right? Not the line of Jacob. It's the European Jewish line. She, they came over here. They changed the last name. She was adopted. There's some things going on behind that. But her dad um, took over the mafia, the mob, whatever you want to talk about mm -hmm. with that, when Al Capone died up in Chicago. And this is all high organized crime that we're dealing with. I think that's obvious. Everybody can see, but it, it, it has the roots in what we learn about the mob and mafia through the years and it's gangs. You know, it's one of the things I was lucky about in down where we live, we had sheriffs that did not put up with any kind of gangs. As a matter of fact, we got laws in the, where, down here in Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, three people can be considered a gang so they can take their asses to jail. Hmm. I like that. It worked out real good. Harry Lee got rid of almost all the crime. And it helps in, in New Orleans or Nolens. Nolens, but it's a. Uh, I lived outside. No, I lived in Metairie. I was in New Orleans. A lot. I'm in. I'm in New Orleans. I was in New Orleans today for several hours. But um, I, I grew up right there, and I grew up in uh, Metairie, which is a suburb of New Orleans, or or past Christian, where my house is right now. I grew up here a lot. I spent a lot of time up here. But so a friend of mine today asked me, he said. I heard you're going to move further south. I said, really, dude, the golf is literally 150 yards from my house. How much south can I go? I will have to cross the golf to go any further south, man. I mean, come on. I can't I'll move the to keys. Florida. If you, if you go any further south, you'd be down the keys. That's right. So, it, it, you know, I, I was just kind of like, no, dude, it's not going to happen. But let me grab these two. This Bring it on the other Emily with us. <gasps> There's another Emily? There's another Emily. She's oh! Emily Goodwin. She's from Canada. She Pisces? And I don't know. You have to ask her, but they, they live okay. in LA right now. They're coming on. You know what we're talking about with them? The the Christmas parade in uh, LA. 
I don't know what that. I, I don't know. So we'll it's, talk that's about nothing. It. We're just going to chit chat about it. I don't know either. So I don't feel bad. Uh, an hour has already gone by. This is so fast. I know it has, huh? Well, we're going to get a couple minutes at the end too, so because we started uh, okay. late today. Um, I guess poor Jay's boy. He's when I talk to him, he's working his butt off. I feel for the man. I, 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 I haven't I, worked I, nights. I don't have very many Emilys, by the way. I've not met very many I know. Emilys. Well, this, you so. know, Emily Goodman's a good friend of mine, and Amelia Pisano's a good friend of mine, but for some reason, I keep flip-flopping their names. I don't know. It's some Freudian thing. I don't know what the hell it is. It drives them both crazy, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's like, I'll be talking, last night I was talking to Amelia. I was like, yeah, yeah, Emily. Like, she's like, Joe, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, it's just one of those things that it happens. I, let me make sure I sent this off to him again. I thought I sent it, but what is this weird facing thing he sent me? Okay. Well, there's a lot going on, Joe. It's really hard to keep up with everything. No, it is. And, it and, really but, is. KK Mac and Florida, I love her. If you follow her on Facebook. It's, um, but that's why I keep a big group around me so I can cheat and keep up and stuff. <laughs> Hold on, let me bring them in real quick. Well, well, look at these two. What are y'all dressed alike? Well, let me see these out. Yeah, we were twinning. Oh my Hi, God. Emily. Hello. It's good to meet another Emily. I've not Hi, ever Emily. done this. <laughs> I, was, I asked Joe if you are a Pisces by chance or a water sign, maybe. I'm a Leo. Leo. Okay. Well, that Leo is good anyway. She's a, a real sign. Leo, too. Just, just, just take my <laughs> word about this. We're not going to go any more further than that about it. But <laughs> just take my word. Which I love you guys. Y'all getting ready for the parade. I know Emily's always working her ass off. So every time I see the woman, she's just. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> we, we need to get one of the little scooter car things to run around on all the time. So <laughs> with two Emily's on this show, you're going to have an interesting time. Uh... Hey, Lisa, uh, y'all won't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> that M could work square. out good. That, that, could, that could actually work out good. So, so when's the parade? It's coming up on twenty-seven November. So that's what Saturday, huh? Friday, Saturday. After Thanksgiving, it's a Sunday. Oh, is it a Sunday? Oh, so it's a Sunday. Okay. Sunday after so, Thanksgiving. Yeah, so, so. Okay, y'all yeah. looked a little weird there with the brick behind. You. I was like, "Whoa, what's <laughs> going on here?" I was trying House. to pull our office background. It's um. Oh, anyway, guys, because it's John and Emily Goodwin from GalaxyPress.com. You can find Hello. them. Hello. Hi. They, work with, they, they do a lot of work over there, and they do work Writers of the Future. Emily does all the gala events, which are always fabulous. I've been to two of them. They just were totally fabulous. I uh, had a good time, and you meet a lot of interesting people there, so it's a lot of fun. But you don't really get to see much of Emily. I got to talk to John at least, but Emily's mm -hmm. like, she's like a phantom, especially like after, like I think it's Wednesday. You don't even see yeah. her anymore. Oh, was that Emily that went by? Oh, hell, wait, wait, was that her? I think it was anyway. Uh, it's that's so how you got to wrangle her down and get an interview with her, but you no, know, uh, it's always great. So, y'all, wait before we get into the pray, what are we on now? We're done with book 39 on the 40. I mean, we I know we haven't had the event for 39, yeah. Yet, so, basically, we just finished the judging for volume 39. We, have, we don't have our grand prize winners yet, but we finished the judging to get us through. You know, now we're we're just moving into the first quarter for volume 40, which is exciting. But we're gonna we're focusing right now on on thirty nine. So next April we'll be doing the the Writers of the Future Volume thirty nine, and we'll have our big event here in Hollywood again. It'll be lots of fun. Yes. Wow. So what she's talking about is, is we're gonna give away three of these tonight. But what she's talking about is like these. So this is thirty six, I believe. Oh so, wow! Yeah, so there's what is that twelve in this one? This is their anthology. So mm -hmm. lots of good stories. Yeah, each volume has. Are, are these nonfiction or fictional? Stories? Fiction. They're sci fi fantasy. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, well, so I, I, the, I could tell the cover is really nice. Yes. And so, and then we've got, let me put this one down because I'm giving away three at a time on these right now for while well, I got lots of, and then here is the other one. Uh, oh, I like that. It's in uh, this one also has at least 12 stories in it. The artwork is great, the stories are great. And then this is this year that I got sitting on my lap right here. Hold you on, you got it all behind you underneath. The, is that them behind you? Too? Yeah, there's oh, lots of stuff alien? behind me. Oh, oh, we're gonna give away some of them in a little while too. So, this is this is uh, this year's, I was gonna say last year's, but this is this year's book right That's here. Nice, there's some great stories in there. A couple of them that I was really, I was really um fascinated by. So, there was a lot of good work in here. I enjoy them. They're a lot of fun. Well, this one I actually got to read three times because I got to read it on the airplane coming coming into LA. So it was kind of nice. And we're also going to give away, I think I got a couple of these left. So let me check. I've been giving away a lot of these lately. So so we're going to give away one of each of these. But these, we're going to give away a set of these. Okay, let me put it over here where you can see it. We're going to give away a set of these. Ooh, okay. okay. Somebody's going to get one of these on and somebody's going to get one time. of these. But when we give away Darth Maul's lightsaber in a little while, whoever gets Darth Maul's lightsaber will get one of these with it. So it'll come with your lightsaber. Well, it won't come with your lightsaber. I'm sending it separate thing from, from what they're sending it. Uh, so, real anyway, quick, I got I got a question yeah. with the fear thing that you're going to be giving away. What what is those multiple stories in that too? No, or? that's just one scary story, right? Fear is fear is one novel that um, okay. that um, Mr. Hubbard wrote. I think it was 1940, and. Um, it's one of the ones that kind of like changed the genre from being slash and gash to psychological thriller. That's kind of like the granddaddy of psychological thrillers. Stephen King gave it amazing uh, oh, blurbs, and so did um, um, the guy that wrote uh, Psycho. Um, yes. Ray Bradbury. Ray Bradbury Ray. also. Uh, Robert Block is the guy who wrote Psycho, Ray Bradbury, and I'm just um, a lot of the big names of the Pulp Fiction era. This is one of the. This is what got them started. Philip K. Dick. This is what got him started writing the genre that he wrote. So yeah, awesome. so yeah, so y'all get it like that. I, I, a friend of mine just read one the other day. He loves it. He's like, I told him he had to give me the book back though. That's <laughs> 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 not something I'm giving away, man. You can just read it. I'm giving it to somebody else. <laughs> I said, you, I just let you read it. Uh, so so tell me about this parade. I've never been to a parade in LA. I didn't even know they knew what a parade was in LA. Yeah. So it's, it's a big deal here in LA. It's the Hollywood Christmas Parade. It's the 90th anniversary of the Hollywood oh. Christmas Parade. It used to be called Santa's Lane Parade. And it's always, it's always had celebrities and, and uh, even Gene Autry. You know that song, Here Comes Santa Claus? Yeah. Yes. Um, so Here Comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. So it used to be the Santa's Lane Parade. So Gene Autry wrote that song from the Hollywood Christmas Parade when he was the Grand Marshal. Um, so every year we have floats and those big balloons like you see in the Macy's parade and uh, marching bands and then there's celebrities in there in the cars and then we have all the Hollywood stuff so you see all the cars from all the different movies in the Batmobile and the wow. Back to the Future yeah, I want to drive the Batmobile man come on now <laughs> I want to do Back to the Future car that's what she yeah. got me like yeah, I, hey, I drive the DeLorean I got no problem with the DeLorean I mean come yes. on now they're all so, there yeah, all the all the Hollywood cars are there, and then you see the whole five hundred first Legion Star Wars guys coming down the street, and wow. it's it's a lot of fun. And, it goes uh, on for a couple of hours. Mm -hmm. Well, y'all get out it, there. Well, it's er like the Macy's Day Parade tonight. post Thanksgiving, yeah. but in California. That's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. So, so everybody listening tonight. Thanksgiving parade. This is the biggest Christmas parade in the United States, and even though it's it it happens on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. 
it's aired on the CW network as a special two hour uh, special primetime special on the 16th of December. And then again, it airs on the 24th on the Armed Forces Network. So anybody who's who's out there live at the parade, I want y'all to get in a group and chant Emily. Emily, Emily, I agree with that. I agree with that too. Get out there, chant, people. I'm serious. I'm telling you, I'm running around on the back lines. That's okay. You'll find out about it. We, we, hey, the the person who does a lot of work should get some credit here. I don't know. If I ever show up out there, I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna make a sign. Where's Emily and hold it over yeah. like <laughs> Where is Emily? That's right. Y'all need, y'all need. That's another one. Y'all can be chanting. Where's Emily? Mm-hmm. Y'all should be chanting at the parade, people. Emily will turn purple, but still, just that I won't see any of it. Which will be video. She has her headset on and she's talking with the producer and all the people saying, "Quick, we need this. What about that?" And so she's running around like crazy. You've got. There's like literally like a thousand moving parts in this thing here and all oh, the volunteers. Sure. You put together what four hundred or so volunteers with between all the people in the balloons running the two hundred, you know? yeah, volunteers. Um, I mean, who doesn't want to be part of such a big community event? It's such a nice thing. And a lot of families come and attend and there's grandstands, the whole Hollywood Boulevard that turn it into a big red carpet and you know, you I'm coming out there with my drone and cut the balloons loose. I'm just telling you ahead of time. <laughs> I know. If you see some drones flying around, all of a sudden balloons go loose. You know what happened? I'm just telling you. Joe's going to single handedly take a balloon. We're going to start filming up two. And that's what I said. So, wait, so what kind of floats do we have here? I mean, I'm used to float floats. I, I didn't know what kind of floats we got here. Yeah, so, you know, you have Santa in the float. Uh, he has, uh, he's on the float with the, the Marine Corps from the. Uh, God, y'all, y'all, got, y'all got a Santa, which I gave him 100 oh, yeah. G's or something. Santa, <laughs> real Santa. He's, he's the real deal. And uh, he's, uh, he's fantastic. And then we have. Um, there's a few floats. There's a float for the way to happiness, which is the, the booklet. Yeah. The guide book. There's also the, um, I guess a little. You have a new float or is these a, every year? Do you all issue a new yeah, float or new floats every year? We have floats, balloons, marching bands, and then some equestrian performances. And then you have, and then because it's Hollywood, you know, there's uh, concerts. Um, you know, we've had everybody from Stevie Wonder to, Oh, wow. uh, this year we have Taylor Dane. We've had, um, my goodness, uh, I think when a few years back, many years back, we had Demi Lovato. We had uh, a couple years ago. Um, unfortunately, she just recently passed. Where's the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders at? What the? Where's what? The, this is Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> Cheerleaders out there. Right. I, want, I want to see the Rams cheerleaders out there cheering with some it's little you know, Hollywood elf, elf outfits on. Hollywood Christmas parade. Mm-hmm. That's Hollywood, you know. You know elf, elf girls out there kicking and jumping. Oh, man, y'all. Elf girls. We, we get where your fantasies are at, but okay. <laughs> I'm just, you know, look, somebody, it was funny because yesterday I was listening to the radio. This guy comes on the radio and says, do you want to be a Santa Claus? We'll pay you $25,000. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, wait, wait, what's this $25,000 for Santa Claus? Come to find out there is a, uh, you can't find Santa Claus for all the places they need him this year. Oh, really? There's a shortage of Santa Claus. There's a shortage of Santa Claus. I was cracking up. That's why I asked you, hey, did you have your Santa? Because there's a big shortage too. Well, we've got our Santa Claus, Santa Tim, Tim Cunningham. He travels around the world training Santas. 
And it's amazing. That's the real Santa Claus. You've got, real, you've got real Santas and you've got then the, the fake Santas. So the now, real Santa. There, there might be children listening. So it's the real Santa. It's the real Santa. That's just his the name. Real Santa. Okay. That's just his name. <laughs> He's omnipresent, everybody. He's everywhere. <laughs> but I was surprised to hear there was actually a shortage of Santa Claus. I'm like, that's, I've been alive a long time. I've never heard that one before. That was a new one. Uh, it was kind of strange. Santa I think Joe, if he grew that out a little bit longer, he'd be a good Santa. Yeah. Oh, well, you just putting things on there. It's uh, yeah, it, next week when y'all see me, I'll be all black. I got a TV gig this week coming up, so I don't know. I'm, they might let me go get by because it's salty, peppery right now. So I might, they might let me slide. I like it this per, particular color, but for some reason, TV people don't. They're like, no, we want you it to be color black. Your Either one, dark brown or black. He's going to look like an evangelist. I was like, I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, whatever. It, it just, it just, it cracks me up. And, uh, and the funny part is, you know, I always tell him, if you want me to die, you tell me like two weeks ahead of time. So it's not, you know, like, uh, but movie companies are not like that. It's like Netflix. They're about to, they're about to drive me to drinking. I'm telling you what they, they want to come down now and do a shoot in the city and do a shoot in the swamp. Um, so we, I got tickled. I, I got tickled. Every right, day. Just tickled TV her. evangelist, TV evangelist Joe. Oh look, my, my, one of my business partners used to tell Send me all the time. Send in the money now, people. Send in the he used money. to tell me all the time. You you just start your own religion. He said you'd be a millionaire. I'm like, dude. I said most people start their own religion, become millionaires, end up in jail. <laughs> I said I'll pass. I'll just pass on this one. It's crazy out there, though. It's it's a strange, strange world we're living in right now. But one more thing, too, we didn't talk about. We have a huge balloon. We have a five-story tall uh, wow. uh, helium balloon, which is um, the uh, pirate from one of our Pulp Fiction books, uh, Captain Tom Bristol. And so we've got, like, uh, you get, like, 20, 25 people carrying it on the strings because it's, it's big, you know? And it's uh, carrying down the street, and it's got the big treasure chest, which has... Stories from the Golden Age by Owen Hubbard at the bottom of it. And then um, uh, it goes down. The whole route is about two and a half miles. It goes from in front of our building down down Hollywood Boulevard to Vine Street, then up Vine to Sunset, and then Sunset back up to opposite of where we are there. Wow. And it's, so it's about two and a half miles. It's, it's a it's a big. I'm going to watch this this year. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, well, Definitely. I'm going to watch it now so I can pick on Emily when I see her. <laughs> yeah, I will watch it. We watch we watch Macy's, and one of my goals is to take my son. He's getting a little bit older, up to Macy's, but we may need to start heading out to California too. Yeah, they have better weather out there anyway. Well, if you make yeah. it out here, if you make it out by that Sunday, we got tickets for you for the for the grandstands. We can give you. Oh, a, I can't yeah. do it this year, but maybe next year. Okay, definitely. Yeah. yeah, we've been the green room now. This is year 13? 14. 14? Yeah. Damn. Wow. We've been the green room, so this is where all the celebrities hang out. How much and planning goes, like, months before this happens? Mm -hmm. yeah. How much planning does this, when does this start? For some well? people, I think they start certain things, little bits here and there throughout the year. And then about six months ahead of time, I think probably Bill probably starts um, with the street, you know, planning and stuff like that. And uh, then I guess like three months before the parade, it starts to pick up. And uh, then we start with a few things here and there, getting groups starting to get involved. And then as we get closer, then like the last month, it just starts getting, picking up. Wow. Well, like just today, we just got a confirmation lot. that the mayor is going to be in the parade. So. Oh, well, that's, um, that's a great confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so he'll be here. He's been a friend since he was, because this will be his last parade. He's been the mayor for eight years, and so he oh. turned out. So, but I've worked with him the eight years he's been the mayor. Plus, before that, he was um, city council member mm -hmm. over the Hollywood district for 12 years. So I knew him then too. So wow. I've known him for quite some time. This is great. This will be his last one. He's, he's, um, you know, he'll be here. And uh, this, we have a few other the politicals as well will be mm -hmm. coming. But um, the main thing is what's really good about this parade, probably any parade, is it's an opportunity for people to be able to see uh, some of their favorite stars as they ride down on the cars. We have convertible cars that transport them down the whole, you know, the whole route there. So they can see them and wave at them. And, and it's the closest they're going to ever get to. To celebrities wow and it's it's, yeah. it's a good thing because as much of the glitz you see with hollywood the inside hollywood isn't that you know you got the people the working class that they're the ones that keep it's their shoulders that hollywood rests on so they never get to see these things so it's really great that we're able to offer this for that this audience which is one thing that's why we've so dedicated ourselves to it for us it's all volunteer Mm -hmm. you know what we do and she spends way more time than i do on this mm -hmm. but uh she's spending upwards of 20 30 hours a week on this that's because that. she's insane because <laughs> her name's emily too she's, she, she can't help herself <laughs> she she couldn't sit still if i if i offered her 50 grand said just sit there for an hour i'll be back she'd be gone i'd be <laughs> well, like where'd I, you go you'd just, i'd be gone i think about that yeah, I don't know if you can sit still. You know, I used to have a run. I used to pick up my stepdaughter a lot when she was young. I said, if you, if you just be quiet for five minutes, I'll give you money. Never can make it. Never. It's, it's just it's just one of them things. It, it just, but no, and yeah, guys, I pick on Emily, but I love Emily. She knows that. And she's great. I, I watch this woman work her ass off. Excuse my language. Every time I see her, she's working. And you know what's even better than that? Every time I see her late at night, she has a smile on her face. <laughs> That in itself has got to take some effort because I have to hang out with them people. I'd be like, mm, mm, mm. you know why they're in a different time zone. It's not as late. No, <laughs> no I mean she just she just works. I'm kidding. So. I'm just teasing. And look, I, I you know I give I, I give Emily like but John works his butt off too. But at least I get to see John when I'm out there. <laughs> Emily just like I get to see John and Joni. That's about it. Everybody else is just too mm. busy. Unless one of them grabs me to put me to work and I get to see him. But uh, <laughs> uh, and we're not going to mention no names, Sarah. <laughs> You're not mentioning no names here. You're not calling the mail here. No, I'm just teasing. But mm -hmm. guys and girls, if you want to go to this thing, the parade should be great. Y'all should get out there. Again, like I said, be chanting Emily while y'all there. Get, get in front of some cameras, you know, where they get some cameras. Emily, Emily. Get some signs, people. Come on. I know a lot of people in LA listen to this show. So get out there, people. And, uh, yeah, like we're looking forward to it. The parade starts at six o'clock and uh, it goes till eight um, or eight thirty or so. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, yeah, it's just because it's the whole section there on Hollywood Boulevard, right in front of where they have the, um, the Hollywood Highland, which is now called Ovation. Um, it's where they have the Oscars. Um, it's the whole street there of Hollywood Boulevard is decked out in a red carpet. Mm -hmm. And then they got these huge lights because it's a night parade. These huge lights shine down on it and uh, all the cameras and, um, and uh, the jibs that come in as the, uh, uh, the cars or the, or the people come by. And then they have a microphone. They present all the, all the celebs in the cars. And then uh, you have the two parade hosts there, Laura McKenzie and Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada from Chips. Um, and Eric's so they'll talk. What's that? So is he still good looking? 
Yeah. Some, some guys age better than others. That's why I was asking. He's very funny. And the other two hosts are Dean Kane, who played Superman, and uh, Montel Williams. Montel? I had forgot all about Montel until you yeah. said that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Montel. He's very nice, too. Yes. Yeah, well, I imagine they're all pretty nice. I mean, you know, it's, a, it's a good thing to be, especially when you're in a parade. Oh, it's yeah. a. So no no doubloons no beads no boobs I, I don't know here I'm confused. Nothing, you know this is a Mardi Gras. <laughs> shut up, Joe. Throw anything into the crowd. <laughs> yeah, because LA might throw it back at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, you know because we ha- we do somebody asked me the other day do we ever have parades down here that doesn't involve throwing stuff at people I said yeah we have a few that that doesn't but I said mostly in boats <laughs> it's mostly the boat parades that don't throw nothing at you because you know they do they have a, a Mardi Gras boat parade which is huge and some of these boats in there are three four five million dollars I'm like Jesus wow. people and then then you you know and all these rich people out there with their super boats which is funny and then they have a Christmas boat parade both where I live here and in, in outside of New Orleans I'm like oh okay uh, but then all the rest of the parades you better duck Matter of fact, New Orleans had to ban them from throwing coconuts because they were knocking people out. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. Terrible. And them coconuts are prized. I mean, you watch these people try to kill people to get these damn coconuts. In the old days, they just aim at somebody. Whoo, you'd see something like, hit the ground. You're like, terrible. That's awful. It's, uh, that's awful. Yeah, that's, that's the Zulu parade. That's, they have a gold, silver, and I forgot the bronze colored. Um, they, they make them like a face, like a shrunken head face, and they throw them out to you. Now they have to hand them off the float. Uh, and uh, you know, and they're just a coconut. Now they may have been drained. I don't know. But it's just a coconut. It's nothing other than that. I want now. I can understand when they fight for the Popeyes the balloons because at least you get chicken. You know, so they throw balloons where you get free chicken. Yeah, uh, yeah. So those I can see people fighting for the rest of them because in the old days they used to throw special like ten gauge to balloons somewhere. Some actually had a little silver or gold in them. They were different. Today it's just mostly garbage they're throwing at you. So, but people still fight and try to kill themselves. I watched it. One year I had my son out there, and this, this woman just walked up. He had beads like completely around his neck, all like way out. This woman <laughs> tried to rip him off his neck. I was like, oh, are you crazy? Go out there and catch him yourself, goofus. I was like, it's, it's weird. And no, we do have some other ones. But we don't have any balloon parades, though. I guess because we, we don't have, we're always, it's always windy here. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be watching people floating away with the balloons. <laughs> it would not be a good thing. No. Uh, Carly, what do you mean, Carly? The background? Well, okay. Yes, it's fake right now, but it's a real background. Yeah, it's exactly. fake behind them. It's on a green screen, but but the yeah, room is actually real. Yes. Yeah. No, no. Seriously, it's gorgeous in this office. Yes, somebody spoiled. We ain't gonna say who. It is gorgeous in this office. Uh, Joni spoiled. That's who we're gonna pick on tonight. <laughs> She's not around to defend herself. <laughs> no, it's really it's a nice office, guys. Uh, it's it, you it's go in and go visit. Writers of the Future Lounge behind yes. us. So this is um, basically where. Oh, that's yeah. not where the coffee machine's at. Never mind. No, but, well, same floor. The coffee machine's out around the corner uh, that way. <laughs> yes, they got a good coffee machine, just so in case I know people. But the only way y'all getting in there is if you win. So you get to write and get to draw and get to doing something. So Go to writersinthefuture.com and enter yes. your story or art. Yes. Yeah, you can submit your artwork. You can submit your stories. Just go and do it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's, it's, worth, it's worth I mean, if you win, you're going to really enjoy yourselves out, out in L.A. And they treat you really well. Um Everybody's really nice. I mean, their staff, I've worked with a lot of staffs over the years and a lot of different things. Their staff is, they're not just professional, but they're, they, they somehow they manage to be professional, nice, and sweet. I'm telling you, it's scary. I've told John this before. I'm waiting for them to come out and <laughs> knife somewhere, man. Um, they are just good people. So 
if, if I was y'all, I, I would get out there and write and win, go meet them all. It's a, it's a great crowd of people. All of them are hardworking. Uh, nobody I've, I, I've met out there with, associated with Galaxy Press or Author Services. They're all just hardworking, very nice, very professional people. If you ever get the pleasure of meeting them, you'll really enjoy their company. Plus, if you win, they introduce you to people who can really help your career. Um, and you can help your career just by winning Writers of the Future. So think about it, people. Uh, all my friends in Europe, get, 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 get. whoa, man, a good friend of mine who was a writer, by the way, Charles uh, Charles Christian just passed away. He's one of our ex, one of our hosts, and uh, he just passed. Mm. He was he was a great writer. He couldn't submit it to y'all because he was a published author, but right. Um, but he uh, he was a good writer. But yeah, nobody knew what happened. He was uh, supposed to be going on the girls' show. I'm sorry, the girls' show on the outer realm. I shouldn't call them the girls. And uh, he's supposed to be going to the outer realm, and then uh, nobody heard anything from him. And then somebody wrote to me, I think he passed away. I'm like, really? Because I had just gotten two archives from him. So I got ghosted two archives. He's already been dead five days when I got the two archives. Wow. And uh, so I went ahead and played him. <clears throat> and, uh, but I couldn't get anybody to tell me what was going on. So I said, well, look, I said he's going to get a refund because <clears throat> he's not doing the whole month. I'm, I'm going to send him the other half's money back. And then I got a response. Somebody somebody wrote to me and told me he passed away. And because he had made a statement the way he said, "Oh, I'm on my way to hospital, I'm getting some stuff checked out. I still feel pretty good, but I'll, you know, I need to get checked out." And then, boom, like wow. he did. And uh, people, that's why you should go see the doctor. Yes. Well, I'll give y'all some doctors. Come visit mine. Mine are a pain in it. You know what? Oh my God, they're like they're like having extra wives or something, man. Jesus, they're a pain. Yes, because five out of uh, five out of my eight doctors are female. Coincidence. They're a pain in the ass, is what they are. My primary care doctor, she, she's, she, my primary care doctor, still, still talking to me. I'm like, yeah, shut up. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, it's like being at home. I'm like, oh, come on now, doc. But she, they do take good care of me. They, they, I got to give them credit. They bring me in for regular blood work and all kind of regular stuff. Every seven months, she wants to do my blood and stuff like that. She's, I'm gonna make sure you live to be a hundred. I'm like, really? You can give me some money along with that hundred years. I don't live a hundred. I got no money later. Let's get this stuff straight now. But they're good, and then my cardiologist is really good, and all the rest of them are good. We'll find out what my nerve doctor is on the twenty first. But uh, that's a your nerves have been gone for a long time. I have a feeling. No, unfortunately, I got a tri- I got trident trigeminal myalgia. So this whole side of my face, when it gets to hurt, it feels like somebody's like taking a fire poker. Oh wow. It's- going behind your eye and just like scrambling it like eggs oh. and then sticking it down the side of your face and then into your jaw. It's excruciating. I've actually blocked out from it once. Um, and it just, okay. it just flares up about every 18 months. The bitch part was the very first time I got and ladies and gentlemen, just a little lesson real quick. First time this happened to me, I went and seen my dentist, you know, I thought it was a dental problem. They did all kinds of stuff, do all kind of clean and fix this, fix that, fix this. And it went away. So I figured, okay, they fixed it. 18 months later, it came back. So I figured, oh, it must be a problem with the dentist again. I go see my dentist. She said, Joe, there's nothing wrong with your teeth. She got a little cavity stuff, but other than that, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing here that should be causing me pain. So a couple of weeks went by. It was a second flare. So it went away. And she gave me some pain meds anyway. And it went away. And then uh, this time, uh, the, the other time, it started hurting. I was like, well, you know what? I walked in and seen her again. She said, your teeth are still fine. And uh, so I went to the emergency room and walked in. I told a guy, I, I said one thing to me. He said, let me tell you your symptoms. And I, he started telling me, I said, that's exactly what he said. You got a trigeminal nerve going out. He said, what? yes, trigeminal nerve. It's, it's, it's located right here at the base of the, the, the brain. And unfortunately, the only way you can fix it is to go in from here and put a tube all the way back and put a pillow between the blood vessel and the nerve. It's very dangerous stuff. So 
uh, I was like, ooh, wait a minute, Doc. We're going to have to talk about that. Now, there's two other fixes, but they can not numb out your face, and I can't have the right side of my face. I talk too much for that, so that's not going to happen. I'll be chewing my tongue off and shit. And pain meds, I mean, I had Percocet 10s. Uh, for when I broke a finger and uh, make me so sick. <laughs> shit, they didn't even phase the pain. I took two of them and still was in so much pain. I had to go to the hospital uh, and I have a high threshold for pain. It's what's weird. I have a high threshold for medicine too. Unfortunately, I got a metabolism that goes really fast. It's a curse. It's a good thing. And a curse for drinking. It's great for anything else. It's a curse. Uh, you going to go to the parade, Jimmy? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Don't forget chant. Emily, no, we don't chant John. We don't want you chanting on John. John would be like, "Leave me the hell alone, people. I'm not involved in this. Leave me alone, man." Speaking of uh, medical issues, real quick, I had to step away for a little bit. Just, I, I didn't want to be rude. Uh, I talked to Joe about it. I'm in Eastern time zone, so yeah. it's way later. Um, yeah. I have a dog that's diabetic and blind. Oh, I do dog rescue, and and so. Um, if he, he starts pacing, I know it's time for him to go out. I have to help him go outside and go down the steps. I use a clicker and he's really great. And he's coming in actually in the living room, which is shocking because it's two steps down, um, petting him. So I'm just checking on him. So I had to step away for a few moments okay. for that. So I'm sorry. Yeah, um, it's very nice that you do that. It's 1130 at night, my time. So Good. <laughs> it, it was that's his last that's, time that's to go out. Get, that's when we get home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn, Is that a Glenn. Christmas tree behind you? What was it? Is that a Christmas tree behind you? Yes, this is my Charlie uh, Charlie Brown Christmas tree. All wow. of the all of the ornaments on it, stuff that my son made. My big Christmas trees in the in the dining room, but and then there's some really old ornaments that my grand great grandmother made wow. that's on this tree. So that's just my little Charlie Brown I put up every year. I have a sh I I do a show too, and and then I'm thankful to be part of this too with joe yes I, 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 met, I only met a couple weeks ago i've been harassing her since then though so and she got to meet she got to meet one of our less than friendly hosts last week so she had fun oh that's um, okay we're not mentioning no names michael um did i say that out loud shit i thought that was a telepathic damn it uh uh joe hey what can i say uh grendel you're using grendel really grendel like from the viking stories okay you can use whatever name you want i don't, I don't doesn't bother me. Oh, you're a Grinch. You don't put up a Christmas tree. You know what? I have friends that don't put up Christmas trees because it's part of their religion. So they don't put up a tree. And I'm not just talking about my Jewish friends. I have other friends in other religions that don't put up trees. Personally, I do. I have 12 foot vaulted ceilings. So I have a monster tree in my house. Uh, we have we have a, a high dollar um, artificial. Sometimes we put up, or I'll go up to homes low de home or low de home or Lowe's or Home Depot and buy a 11 foot tree and bring it home. Yeah. By the time I put it in stand on top on it, it's scraping my roof. And uh, they're beautiful. But when you get them that tall, they're so big around. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I, got, I, got a, I got a couple questions for John and Emily, too. Yeah. First and foremost, the Christmas parade. Do you all decorate your home, too? Like, do you all get all festive yes. in things? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely love yeah. It. It's a wonderful season. Yeah. It's, it's fun, yeah. It's one that you can have so much fun with. Except... I don't put up a tree till after Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's sort of like we usually don't either. We we, yeah. we usually sometimes I'll have it delivered to the house on Thanksgiving. If we have a big if we have a big Thanksgiving, just to get everybody going, I'll have it delivered. But if it's just like us and the family, I'll usually put up the week after or something. Because I have a rule. Oh, is yeah. all set up though. Yeah. Before the parade, because it's the Christmas parade, so we're totally decked out with Christmas. We have the trees up. We have one thing that's really cool. Yeah. In our um. In the right, let's see, 
that way. There's <laughs> you know, that, you somewhere the over there, people. Those doors behind me there, those go into the Erwin Hubbard Library. Okay. And in the center, nice we have library too, by the way. down Christmas tree that we hang from the ceiling. And it's is beautiful. Upside down? Upside down. I took a picture tonight of an upside down tree for the yeah. first time I've ever seen. I went to the Festival of Trees here in my town, and my niece and nephew play uh, piano and drums and stuff. They had a concert, mm -hmm. and they, for the first time ever in our Festival of Trees, they had an upside down tree that I thought was absolutely yeah. amazing. So you will have one of those. Yeah. It's, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. yeah so I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, we do that. And then all the outside of the building, the lights just went up in that. We've got a scissor lift that's putting in all new lights and all new uh, Christmas lights and trimming the trees around it so you can see the lights. Is, is really Turley getting, getting any decorations? Who? Turley. Turley. Yeah, no, Turley. Turley. No, he's You should at least put a big uh, ball in his hand, you know, a big red one or something, green and red one or something. Yeah, he's in, he's in Salt Lake City right yeah. now. Yeah, Who's Turley? Turtle. It's Tara from Battlefield Earth. Okay. Yeah, I just said his name wrong. He's uh, that's him right there. Okay. From Battlefield Earth. Okay. From Battlefield Earth, and he's a big character. We have like a big eleven foot statue that we brought to some conventions, and we had it at Salt Lake City. And Joe came out there and was trying to wrestle with it, but you know. Hey, that's why I got my lightsaber. I had to fight his ass <laughs> off my lightsaber, man. Don't mess with me, people. Yeah. But anyway, so you have another question too, Emily? Yes, I have another question. So when it's like I feel like this is like your wedding day. Like you get prepared, you prepare, and you do all this stuff, and then it's like it lasts for twenty minutes, maybe what you all feel like, and then it's done and over. So after the parade, all this preparation, all this stuff, what do you all do after the parade? Do you all have you like? Don't want to know. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. Okay, so it's all these preps. Okay, we take a day, maybe we do our Thanksgiving, and then um, so then uh, so let's start Wednesday. The golf carts arrive. Well, yeah, we have we have about a, fifty boxes have come in of all the ornaments and special so, like things, all throughout next all the week. Food it's just parade, like parade, parade all throughout the week, and the golf carts come, and then the the, the step and repeat. We the, the red carpet where the celebrities go, you know, in the media and all the photographs. That's two hundred feet long, so it's a oh. whole thing to put that up. The red lay the red carpet down, and uh, there's a lot of preps. Anyway, so then Thanksgiving dinner, and then the next day it's back on preps, and then Saturday preps, and then Sunday is the big parade. Monday we'll sleep in and uh, then come and do some wrap ups, get some rentals returned and whatnot. And then um, Mon Tuesday, we're going to load up a van and go to Las Vegas for a convention. A 10 day convention there. Holy smokes. Convention. I fly to, fly to St. Louis where I'm a um, speaker at another event. Yeah, speaker at another event. And then I fly back after that. Meet back up with be me. Be back the up convention. and then finish out the convention. Yeah. yeah. That's just wow. how it goes. Right, Joe? Is that every year, too? Is that every no. year through, through Thanksgiving? Or? Okay. They, 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 look, these two couldn't, you, you couldn't pay these two to sit still, I'm telling you. <clears throat> they sit too still too long. Something like that. He's finally saying John can't sit still now. <laughs> well, no, John can't sit still either. Just Emily just got, got you know, she's, she can't sit still even worse. So, sorry, bad grammar there, but still. Uh, yes, Jenny, we're going to give it away in just a few minutes. Yes, it's up. Oh, yeah, I'll put it up on the screen so you can see it. <laughs> another question too sure. I'm sorry i've not sure. ever talked to anybody like this i apologize <laughs> um so what's the greatest dilemma that you've ever went through dealing with this 
annual parade. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, Joe, are we doing lightsabers or are we doing parade? No, no, you go ahead. You, you okay. question away. So we've had a few very interesting uh, episodes with the parade. It's, it's like a running joke. Like something has to happen each year, right? So one year, I think the, one of the most epic was when it rained. Um, oh my gosh, that would be yeah. devastating. So, and then you're dealing with all these celebrities, right? Can you imagine <laughs> women with their hair and the high heels and, you know, and they're like makeup. Makeup and yeah, so that she was on the, she was on the fourth floor talking to the general at the time that yeah. he was the head of the uh, air force. And I got wow. I got someone comes up, oh, there's an emergency outside, and the general's like, oh, you better go. And I said, sir, this is not your kind of emergency. This is probably like some celebrity got wet. So he's like, no, it's okay, just go. So I go down there. Of course, the celebrities were getting wet, and that was the emergency. The red carpet was uh, soaking wet. It was flooding. It was flooding, the worst yeah. rain we've had wow. in years that night it doesn't rain in southern california but it decided to rain on the day of the parade so that was quite an a it ruined two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of stevie wonders equipment when oh, he was performing it was, just awful. it was just but uh it was really funny one of the city council members the the cars that drive all the celebrities and politicals down the parade route uh they were like no way i'm not going to ruin my car i'm not taking the car out in the rain so they started driving to convertible cars they were like okay. driving off and we're like oh no so literally, like some of them were like jumping in golf carts. This was just hilarious. And then one of the city council members uh, goes, to, the car was driving. I said, give me my sign. And he's like walking down the parade route with his sign. which was just so funny. Um, you know, what's amazing about it is that when they did the actual broadcast of it, it looked so stunning because the streets were all sparkling and everything was all shiny and sparkly from the rain. And you couldn't actually see that it was raining in the broadcast. It just looked really sparkly. You so, could just see the waves when the cars were driving yeah. on the red carpet. <laughs> you know. The waves parting. But uh, it looked really good at the broadcast. And um, a lot of the concert performances were recorded before the fl flooding started. And then so, one, in yeah. one year we had... Um, well, there, was a, there was a bomb threat one year. That was <gasps> unexciting. Uh, really brought the package oh, out and then disappeared so that would turn out to be okay um another the, i think the most, the most epic, remember, everybody remembers is santa claus santa claus one year it was an hour before he was the parade had started and he's the big finale and uh he was at our offices in the green room and he went downstairs to get something he was coming back up and he, santa got stuck in the elevator <laughs> <laughs> for an hour. Oh, shit. <laughs> when John stepped in, right? They stared on and went out there. Oh, he was like, yeah, he was uh he was a really good sport about it, fortunately. Um, but it was there was so much traffic in the elevator. We never just had that much before, and it works on hydraulic, and so the oil got the too oil hot, got, and so it just got, right. got liberty. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't it wouldn't compress. So he got stuck, and now that was I stuck in an elevator once. Yeah, yeah. for three hours. Ooh, oh yeah, it was uh -huh. one hour, but um, you know everyone was like, "Okay, the star of the parade is still stuck in the elevator." <laughs> Finally, we got He was on time, but uh, ten years later, um, there's not one person. You know, it doesn't. Well, not one parade goes by where it doesn't get mentioned about Santa being stuck outside. They don't know anything about it, but everybody on the production and in the green room and everybody jokes about it every year. So. You all yeah. need to have a behind the scenes documentary. Yeah, like <laughs> we need a parade bloopers or something, you know. <laughs> some blue, some blue bloopers. Oh, and one time too, um, Superman. Superman oh, was coming down the street, the, the big one, like the, the big balloon, Macy's, the, the big, big Macy's. Oh, the balloon. 
so he was flying down and he was coming into the uh, uh, the host stand and they were very talking. Very windy. And, yeah, it was very, very windy. And the problem with wind is that too much wind, the, the cords are holding on can pull out and then the air starts coming out, the helium starts coming out. So as it was coming down, uh, some of them had pulled out. And so there was um, um, the host saying, here comes Superman. And oh, here he's coming. He's 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 coming to give us a hug. Oh, look, he's giving us a hug. It's because it stopped and it went right on top of them at the, on the, on the freight host. So that was, uh, it was uh, deflating really quickly. So yeah, so um, yeah, that was one another one of those uh, moments. Yes. How do you all feel when that happens? Do do you all get anxiety, heart racing? Like how no, mostly we laugh it off. Like, you know, the when, it, when it's happening, it's like it's, it's, it's a super cute, stressful when it's happening. But there's so many people working to make the thing go that uh -huh. no matter what the hiccups are, somebody's going to be able to work it out, you know, and work through it. And there's so many pieces to the parade that if one of them glitches out, you still have 55 other. Not everything can even make it into the parade. There's so mm -hmm. much stuff to make a two hour special because in addition to the floats and all the cars like that you've got. A concert and the concert gets factored in there so when you see the broadcast, oh wow yeah that's right you got these amazing musicians performing and then the in between your songs then you've got the parade going yeah so um but it is it is stressful and then when it's over with then it's done but one thing that's really good i've got a we have a um in and out truck coming to mm. to make in and out burgers <laughs> for the uh green room and everybody works oh, that's nice it. that'll be fun which is a big deal here. If you've not heard of In and Out, it's a it's a really popular. I've heard of In and Out in Kentucky. Actually, really? wow, I have. Uh -huh. Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's they, a lot of fun. I just In and Out. The only time I see them is when I'm in LA or California. There's none down in the deep south. Yeah, got, uh, we they, don't well, have any here, but I've heard of it. Yeah, I mean, it's really super that's popular. That's because they got well. Once in you Colorado, get Colorado, I believe too. When yeah, I was they got in Colorado, Colorado, yes. Yeah. yeah. Once you hit Texas, though, you got to deal with Whataburger, man. So, Whataburger yeah. ain't let nobody in their in their area. They're like, uh, uh. <laughs> but see, here where I live is, you know, we don't have much in the way of fast food in New Orleans because, well, to be honest, we talked about yesterday, Joe. Yeah, you got such good food there. All these, yes, yeah, well, it's like these chicken places. And said, you know, we it's, we used to have like Kentucky and churches and Popeyes and all of them. They all went away because they have these just specialty chicken restaurants that people own locally. Chicken's much better, cost you the same, it's much better. Or you can stop at a poor boy shop and get just whatever specials they have in any poor any poor boys. Any, I mean, it's just the food is just so much better. So it, it makes it hard. Most, most, with the exception of McDonald's, most fast foods go. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I was banging on my desk. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, set, I set my alarm off, but. Oh, is that uh, your alarm? Uh, you, you, come oh, here, you want to be no. in a parade? Come here. You want to be in a parade? Come on, you can come be in a parade. Come on. Come, come say hi to everybody. Now you ran your big mouth. Uh, oh, okay. She's dragging herself across the floor, rubbing her belly up. <laughs> Dog is just rotten. So do, do you have any other questions, Emily? Um, so when it's, I, I want to know behind the scenes stuff a lot more. And then I want to know, like when it's all over, do you all have that relief of it being over? Like, sure. it, like, okay, yeah. we got two months. Let's start over again. Like get it all, start preparing. Like how do you all celebrate when it's done? Do you all celebrate? Like, this seems like a big, huge accomplishment to do every year and you know we've become such good friends with everybody on the production and the, the tv 
Associated Television who owns the parade. And, uh, you know, we all work together to pull it off. And it itself is a big celebration. And we're, you know, and after it's all done, we'll all go back to the green room and eat and, you know. Mm-hmm. Then we have, then we're up to all four of them. You need to do, you need to do behind the scenes. Y'all need to do behind the scenes. I need yes. to, I want to see this some somewhere. Some oh, one thing that's cool too is the day before we have a whole, it's a way to happiness. It's a non-religious moral code that Owen Hubbard wrote. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the precepts is um, to uh, safeguard and improve your environment. And so mm-hmm. we have about 200 people that will go around and the city helps on, they provide the, the tools and we'll go around and clean up uh, the streets so that, because you have these kids there and you've got just crap that's on, on the streets and on the sidewalks that you don't want the kids to pick up and stuff like that. And then this year we've added to it where we're also um, offering to decorate uh, shop windows. You know, people can paint the windows. So the last meeting oh, we had on nice. this on Tuesday was that there were eight Eight shops. Okay. Eight well, shop. yeah, we're just it just started, but we'll be helping decorate the windows and then also cleaning up the street, just so that when people come to Hollywood for the experience, it's nice, it's clean, it's decorated. The the city put up some lights on the trees on the boulevard, so it should be it should be very nice. Now, I have a question too, security purposes, because we just went through this big huge trial with this Brooks guy that took his car. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, that happened the day before our parade last year, or before, wow. before our parade um, press conference. And so all the media was there asking, what do you do to, to uh, present, prevent that? So um, the, yeah, the, we have the, the waste, de- the, the Department of, um, of Waste okay. Management, oh. those huge, super like mega. Um, Cement, like barricades and stuff. Like, they bring all those trucks, the, the big dump oh, trucks. Oh, good. Like, so they're, they're barricading it in so nobody can yeah. come oh, in with the car. It's totally closed off. You can't drive in there at all. There's no, okay, there's no way to get in driving. Yeah. Uh, and did y'all watch his trial at all? Did y'all watch him at all? You know, I, I judge news on it, but yeah, I didn't watch that it. judge deserves every bit of money and more in a super nice vacation, is all I can say, because he represented himself. Yeah. And then she, you know, they have the trial, she sentenced him, he's never getting out, but then he had to show up, I think, in Oklahoma or something like two days later. He comes in with a wheelchair, he's all so I think he's on suicide watch, but he's mm. he's getting ready to go through stuff in Oklahoma. Too, he's a repeat offender, chronic mm-hmm. person. But you know, when we come to an age where we got to think of safety, like that's kind of sad in many ways. Yeah. And there are a lot uh, of safety measures taken here yeah. at Hollywood Christmas Parade. And, and uh, we bring Joe's guard dog also. I see <laughs> is that a Chihuahua? What is that? I can't see. It's dark. It's the evil dog, man. Yeah, you know, actually, when, when she's not facing forward or when she's got her eyes closed, she can't even tell she's there. If I wear a black shirt, nobody even knows she's with me. What's her name? This is Lola. Lola? Yeah. No, no one better as Blackie. Oh, switch when you say your name. Oh, yeah. She's she's an evil dog. The other one's roaming around the house. I'm surprised she's not up in my lap, but she's roaming around the house. <laughs> go, go find your sister. Oh, you don't want to get down? You don't want to get down? She likes being famous. See, this no, one likes being on. She wants to be cozy. She wants to be she, cozy. No, she, she likes being on the, on the show. She knows when I'm on. She knows the difference when I'm on and when I'm not. And my laptop, I got pictures of her. I, my lap, put my laptop in bed, start to do some more. Oh, no. She's on top of the laptop. <laughs> she'll, either, she'll either start typing or she'll close the lid and sit down on it. Like, you know what? Daddy, I'm here. You love me. Don't be playing with that laptop. That's right. 
our our puppies, our animals are our family. It's our kids. Mm -hmm. It might as well be a kid. It's much, much as <laughs> yeah. And also at the prey too. Another thing that happens is we have um, the, the step and repeat is almost two hundred feet long. That's um, we'll have about two hundred media uh, people that are there. Wow, huge and. Um, so that's its own special drill that gets done too. We have a lot of volunteers to help on that. We definitely have police around there to help maintain, you know, so we can keep the looky loose on the other mm -hmm. side of the fence. Um, Cause it's just, like I said, there's a lot of roaming parts in that stuff. So it's, it, we're very conscientious of security. And, yes. um, and we're also very conscientious too, not of just security, but of since just coming out of the, out of the pandemic of protocols, we still have, even though everything's like open and stuff like that, you, there's cases that are still going on. So we're still, we, we'll have a, a registered nurse at the front door. So when people come in, they'll check to make sure nobody's got symptoms and stuff like that. Because the last thing we want is, you know. getting sick at a parade. Yeah. Yeah. We want it to be as, as nice as we can. So we're just doing everything. I think you all, I think you all are doing the great, great thing and in, in doing the proper steps that yeah. people feel secure and safe when they come and attend. That's what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to do it. Anyway, we I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to watch it this year. So yeah, I'm yeah. excited about yeah, it. I, 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 I wanted to go, but Netflix is going to be aggravating. We'll talk about it in a few minutes. But <laughs> it's um, it's a, so guys and girls. This is Darth Maul's lightsaber. This is about nine hundred dollars to buy this. Um, so it's going to be given away to the 25th caller tonight, or the 25th person who writes into icarcox.net. You know, the first three shows I gave away stuff. I forgot to give out my email. People actually have to go find my email instead of get right to my email. So Shame do you me. you have that one? That that. Well, what do we do? Is I made it so he sends me what he wants to give away, or I send him what I want to give away, and then we give it away. I send I mail the information, I email the information, and he mails it straight from the manufacturer to him. So twenty five call. I want somebody to call in. I want to talk to him. No, it's, it's we her. don't have a call in here, so it's oh, got to be okay. it's got to be a twenty fifth email. I would prefer a call too. I like email. Email. I thought you said. I might, I might actually do in December. I might use Skype some, so I can actually take physical callers. It's more fun when I'm giving mm -hmm. stuff like this. Can I call in to win it? No, they know you know me, so they'll be like, Emily, no. I'll send you a message. Bad Emily, like, bad call Emily. Right now. Oh, I, I had a good friend of mine call me and ask me if his sister could win. Yeah. So I told him, why did you tell me that? I don't know. I don't know your sister's name. Oh shit, that's right. I said, now I do, but I didn't before. I was like, damn. I said, because you know, because they're expensive. I mean, the one, like I said, the one sitting next to me is about 150 bucks, but it doesn't even have any sound on it. Right. Um, Does that sound? All these, all the ones we're giving away have full sound packages. Usually about 30, 20, 20 to thirty sounds. Oh. A lot of them actually change colors on the saber, and all of them come with the fighting blades. Uh, so they're not all baby things that you got to be scared you're going to break or something. Uh, they, you can get the regular blade on it, but you got to be careful with the regular blade. It's not made for banging into stuff or hitting people. You might break it. Uh, these you won't. I, I, I don't cut my stepdaughter like 10 times with it. Poor Lola done, done got, I don't know, telling me how times her head's got chopped off with it. <laughs> it's a, But Lola fights back. She gets on her, on her behind legs and gets a pause and starts slapping. It's like, yeah, I'm not going down without a fight. She's doing like a Yoda thing on you. Yeah, she's like the force. Fiona's <laughs> like, prin like Princess Fiona's like, I'm going under the bed, Dad. See you later. <laughs> so she's like, I've had enough of this. So but Emma, it is a lot of fun. And, and anybody's listening, real quick before I forget, the air date of the parade. So it's broadcasting on on prime time on the CW network. It's okay. December 16th. Okay. Yeah. It's both Eastern time and Pacific time, 8 p.m. So. Just December 16th, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. on the CW? 
Yes. yes. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to tell you how you're going to win it. You got to know who 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 Darth Maul killed, who he killed, the color of the lightsaber he used to kill him, and where he killed him at. You got to know all three to win. Yeah, I know. Lately, I've been getting a little complicated with it. Yes, you just got to know all three. It's not nothing big. If you if you've seen the movie, you'll know right off the bat everything I just said. If you haven't seen the movie, you're gonna have to look it up. Repeat it again, Joe. Repeat it again. What do they got to know? They got to know who he killed, where he okay. killed him, and what color was the lightsaber he used to kill him. I mean, what color was the lightsaber the person he killed? Sorry. Oh, uh, the person, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, not not his, because we all know his is red. It's sitting right there in front of us. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's the person's lightsaber he killed now. You know, it's not one of the it's not one of the better known Jedi's. Unless you know the movie, you're not going to know who he is. I'll give you a hint though; he does have long hair. If that helps anybody out out there at all. Okay. But anyway, twenty first person that writes into the email, you'll get that, and you'll get a copy of fear. Copy of fear. Somebody must have ran into the tree. Um, so you'll get a copy of fear along with it. And then in a few minutes, we're going to give away these three down here: thirty six, thirty seven, and thirty eight. Um, so all these anthologies are really good. You can really enjoy them. Um, oh, speaking of that, I'm going to be giving away some, was it 28, 29, and 30? Somebody sent me a box the other day. It came in. I thought it was John, actually, but it wasn't. It was 28, 29, 30, 31, and 32 uh, in pristine conditions. These books don't even look like they've been read. Huh? Uh, so I, I don't know where they came from. I was like, because I, I said, well, I know they didn't come from John because John would have told me he was mailing them. <clears throat> so right. I was like, maybe it come from a different publishing house. It was it was just weird. I, you know what? I'll go through it. Look, I actually haven't looked. I just looked to see what books they were in there. And uh, But I'm going to give away some of them during, during the weekend as well. We're giving away, I've got a couple hundred books in from John. I got another couple hundred books in from uh, Borders or Borns and Noble, sorry. And then a couple other publishing houses like Jeffrey and them deal with have sent us all like 25 to 50 books. So we got a lot. I, I, by Christmas, we'll be close to giving away 2,000 books. Last wow. year, we gave away 1,500. This year, I want to give away 2,000. And it looks like originally we were only going to give away six lightsabers. We're already up to eight. And uh, the guy's getting such a response with them. For every one lightsaber we, we give away, he gets like sales from five to ten. So wow. he's, he's ecstatically happy. And because um, these people run around, look, I want a lightsaber. <laughs> I can just see it now. So my son wants one. My stepdaughter wants to say, you're going to go buy them. Then we'll have lightsaber wars in the house. <laughs> I, I can see it coming. Oh, yeah. These lightsabers, real quick, are these from individuals that personally handcraft these things together? Yes. It's not coming from a bulk company no, or so anything th like that. These, these are individuals who have small companies that just make these. So the ones like Darth Maul, you have to have permission for because it is copyrighted. Uh, because it is in the movies. But for some reason, they don't seem to have a problem with letting you replicate them. So that doesn't seem to be a problem. There is an official Star Wars site where you can go buy them as well. And uh, But these these are because, see, like this hilt right here. So there are probably, and this particular guy I'm dealing with, there are probably 300 different types of hilts you can get, not including the ones, you know, the ones that stars use. So, um they all they all come with the sounds. They all come with different colors. You can get any color saber you want. You can get any package of sounds you want. They all vary. But the ones that are not in the movies, the ones that aren't famous, they usually sell from anywhere from one hundred and sixty to two hundred and sixty dollars. And so they'll, they'll, they they look fabulous. Some of them even look better than the ones uh, that the stars use. But because the stars are copyrighted and they are a replica of the original, they cost more. I mean, like I said, last the last two we gave away were both eight ninety nine. Uh, for a toy. Well, I guess it's not really a toy toy, but still. Uh, collector's item. 
Yeah. Yeah. But everybody, everybody who's gotten them so far, the lady from Spain wrote to me a couple of days ago. She said she loves it. Her, her, her sons are her, her 25 and 30 year old sons are trying to bribe her into giving it to one of them. She said, she said they've been bringing me food and, all kinds of stuff. I, said, yeah, I need to do that for my 13 year old kid. Maybe he'll start waiting on me. It, it, was, it was just, it was just, it was just funny. And my son does, well, Dad, what you up to? You can you need some? I said, you're not getting my lightsaber. Forget it. Uh, the picture, well, it's like that picture behind me at Johnson. I don't know if y'all can see it or not. I can't see it here. Maybe if I turn. Oh, really? You moved it around. There you go. Yeah. So, so this every time this gets on camera, somebody writes to me, when am I giving it away? Yeah, let's I'm, do I'm not it. kidding. 2023, every, every, New every Year's. Time, every time I put it on camera, I get somebody who writes to me. That thing oh, is. Are you giving that away? Giving it away. Well, That's when I used to put the pad up, people asked me when I was giving the pad away. They're like, "Well, when you you you're gonna give this?" No, I'm not giving that away. I was like, you know, because I you know I'd show them stuff that they could get like off of Writers of the Future, or, um, or I'm sorry, off of GalaxyPress.com, where they, where they can go buy them. So I just I just show them so people <laughs> could see them. And, uh, oh, you're going to give it away. No, I'm not giving it away. It's mine. <laughs> stay off of my chit. I give stuff away. Just stay off of mine. You know? Hell, I had one guy offer to buy my microphone. I'm like, you're kidding me, right? He said, no, no. I'm going to offer up my Charlie Brown I'm like, I'm like, dude. I said, this is a Yeti microphone you can buy online for $125. <laughs> I said, for 150 get the whole kit. I'm like, come on. I said, go get you one. You <laughs> Because he was offering me like $300. I almost took it. I almost just said, yeah, send me $300. That just would have been mean. And then, then he wrote me back and they said, well, I just wanted it because it was yours. I'm like, oh, no, you're not getting it for sure now because you're a weirdo. <laughs> you're not getting it for sure now. And we get some strange people write in sometimes or call in. Or, uh, you, know, you got some great people there, too. Oh, we got some great people. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to hate. I mean, we got some really, really, really good people. And a lot of them are, are just great people. We just get occasionally get a nutter or crazy. It's just part of doing what we do. But, and we expect that. Um, what was that, Glinda? Oh, you mean the three books? I'm going to give away two sets of these tonight. And it's going to be, I got to write this down because I'll forget. It's going to be for the person who writes in number 40 and number 50. Where'd my pen go? My, somebody been in my office. Uh, number 50. Uh, here it is, Joe. Uh, yeah. Uh, that ain't going to help me none of the side of plan. Yeah, that ain't help me none. Uh, so y'all seen Darth Maul. We're going to get this out of here. Y'all go look it for yourself and I, and I will check in a minute. Why number 40 and number 50. I can write it down. All right, write it down for me. Number 40 and okay. number 50. So y'all want to know what the questions are going to be for these books, right? Now, the other day I asked you who who sponsored them. So I'm going to ask her again. So one, we're going to ask again for both of y'all. Who sponsors Writers of the Future? Okay. It amazed me that I got 200 responses the other day and only three people got it right. And it's on the, the answer. Everybody go back and listen. Go back and listen. Put on slow mo. Amplify Emily's voice and listen. Well, she said I mean, it's, I come on, when I show the book, I get a right book. There it tells you. <laughs> right, right there it tells you. So yeah, Emily got plenty of books. <laughs> they got so many books in this office. They're in, in the in the library yeah. is fabulous. I mean, it is just it's well put together. It's it's well. I mean, everything's in there you want to read. You're probably sitting there for years and just read and read and read and read. I read them all. Yeah, I had wow. no doubt about that. All right, by the way, I think I think dogs are empathic, not telepathic. I had seen you post earlier about that. Oh, no, no, I think no. dogs are empathic, not telepathic. I a little think bit different. That too, empathic. I think they're very empathic. It's uh, just one of those things. Uh, no, Johnny, we're not going away yet. We got John in for a few more minutes, and then you get Emily for a few more minutes after that. Man, so, what was your question for the for number forty and fifty? Did you ask? Did you ask the question? Yes. Who who sponsors Writers of the Future? Oh, I like I said. 
like I said, the funny part is it's on a book. <laughs> I'm not sure on a book again. Whoever, no, no, no. Whoever just wrote that to me, I'm not showing a book again. You should have caught it when I showed it the first time. Oh, man. Well, I, the reason I'm doing this is because the other day I gave, away, uh, I gave away three sets, so nine books total, and I asked the same question. And I'm not kidding you. It was 200 people wrote in. Only three of them got it right. They were sending me all kinds of names, freaking people I never even heard of before. I'm like, really? So I'm thinking, why don't you type in writers of the future and see what comes up? I mean, I'd cheat. I'd use a computer, but you know, not every, some people are listening to us via radio or, or via their car or something. So they might not have access to a computer, but I just thought it was funny. So yes, guys, 40 and 50, who sponsors right writers of the hey, future? Hey, Google. Oh, and I did ask, I did ask, um, the other, one of the questions the other night was, is what city is the gala event? And somebody actually wrote me back, gave me the city. And the place, the, all kind of information. I don't know how they got it, boy, but they, they had everything in there. They even knew who Emily was. I was, I was surprised. They had the longitude like, and latitude. Wow. So many, well, so I, many really, I really wanted those books. Yes, yes. John, you, you don't need any more damn books, man. Jesus. And by oh, the way, no, guys we, and girls. We haven't please. talked about this is a special week for us. This is the this is my 200th episode of the Writer's oh, yes. Future podcast that I just sent to you before we started the show. Um, when we were, um, we've been out for three years and, and, uh, Joe and I have been co-finalists on the people's choice podcast. Yeah. So we want to win this year. Damn it. I'm sorry. Go this year we're, wow. we're in, but this episode here, number 200, when we are at, uh, I don't know if you made it to it or not, Joe, the one night where we had the live theater, we did the little theater production. Uh, it's like a radio theater production of one of our habit stories. Oh yeah. Actually I was there for that. Yeah. So. We recorded it. It's a 30-minute show. Good, yeah. And then I had yesterday I invited the actors onto a 30-minute QA. So what you're gonna what you're gonna get now is the, the show and then 30-minute QA of the actors of what makes good dialogue, because um, they're all pro actors, what makes good dialogue for uh, authors, you know, so to help them out because this is the Writers to Feature podcast to help, you know, with tips for mm -hmm. aspiring writers. So we're very excited about it. I'm really excited about it because this is number 200 when um, I had no idea it was going to grow like it's gone. And it's, yeah, it's going. Past is this it's inspiring writers with nonfiction and fiction both? It, this is oh. for fiction, but we provide what I, I don't, when I get I'm sorry, I'm writing a nonfiction book right now. So that's why I'm asking questions and I'm having yep. a hard time getting through. I'm on chapter nine of my nonfiction, but that's why I was asking. Oh, yeah. well, we have, I've had so many different guests on fiction, nonfiction, but I've also had publishers. I've had editors. I've had a lot of me. Joe's been on it before as, as media, but I've had several other media. I've had publicists on. I've had a lot of artists. I've had um, a lot of um, illustrators. I've had all kinds of guests over the, over the years. And the whole thing is to provide all different aspects of the, um, of the in whole thing of writing and so it applies to fiction and nonfiction, because even okay. if you write nonfiction, you still have to be able to get something that makes a person want to read and turn the page. Right. You know, so if it's just really dry, it doesn't work, fiction or nonfiction. So it's got to be something that's going to pull a person along. So we definitely get into that. Um, I did a whole thing on audiobooks. I had um, okay. the head of Audio Publishers Association, and I had uh, the publisher. I've had various uh, magazine editors as guests talking about um, their their relationship with with uh, publishing, so it's, it's the whole thing on, it and you it's, you can just easily scroll down and just see all the different things. It's on Joe on iCar has it on on his oh, yeah. SoundCloud, but I've also got Rise of Future podcasts on uh, SoundCloud where I host it, 
and there you can see all the episodes lined up. Um, but it's just the whole gonna, thing on this is that. inspiration and tips. And when I've had um, uh, movie directors, um, in fact, next week I have a movie director going on. Um, he oh, used wow. to be in charge of of all the content for Sci-Fi Channel. And now he's gone off on his own. He's doing big movies. But um, that's why I got to know him when I was pitching uh, some of these books. To, he tried doing it, but he just couldn't get through his bosses. But he was the exec VP at Sci-Fi Channel. So we talked about a lot on on uh, movies and script writing. So we've got all kinds of stuff we've done. It's amazing. Yeah. Does this come out weekly, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Kim Lang won the Darth Maul lightsaber. Kim, that, good, good. Right. You're right okay. on it, man. Uh, and what is your location? Where are you? Oh, British Recover, Vancouver. Now? Hey, yeah, you might put yeah, do because I, I okay. you know, so you're in Vancouver. Well, I got the I got the email. So Vancouver, we got a winner okay. in Canada finally. Uh, what is this? Nobody in this country. Only two people in this country uh -huh. so far. Three have won lightsabers in this country, people. I know we got an international audience, but damn. And only two guys have won it. So this makes, what, six women now that have won. Wow. The ladies, y'all are whipping the lightsabers out. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. I'm sure. Be sure, be sure to tell your friends. Uh, you'll, you'll get all, you'll get, so this is what's weird about this. Say. We don't, we don't talk about, we don't publicize him on a network because what happens is, is he's going to send you some stuff when he sends you the lightsaber. Just give it to your friends. There'll be discounts and coupons and stuff like that. So, so far it's worked great. I mean, his sales are up. He's happy. I mean, he's doing good at, at, at Fanex. That's where I met him. I was at Fanex. He, I didn't get a chance at DragonCon, but I met him at Fanex and they, I mean, I told John, they had a freaking line around the line, around the line, around the damn line going around this place. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And I would have probably never got in. I just finally introduced myself as media. And he's like, oh, well, come on over here. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every now and then I just say, wait a minute. Now let's chit chat here for a minute. But, uh, and that was, well, I think, three of them there selling those lightsabers. Uh, I was going to buy me a new sword, but they were a little bit crazy on their sword prices. Uh, even even with, with Damascus steel, the prices were still just a little high. I was like, hmm. I said, I think I can get a better deal than this. And the guy got mad at me. I said, no, I'm not trying to be rude to you. I just think I can get a better deal than this. By about $400, wow. I think I can get a better deal than this. It's, it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, yes, L. Ron Hubbard sponsors right of the future. You don't see it on the blog. Let me show you. Oh, one more time. L. Ron Hubbard? Yeah. yeah. That was on there? Yeah, it was, isn't it? On the top. Oh, yeah. my <laughs> God. I know that. I don't know why it took y'all so long to figure it out, ladies and gentlemen. But I mean, it's on top of the book. It was uh, on top. Yes, it was on top. Uh, who who do we who's got? Who's number forty? Series? Who's number fifty? That's what I'm looking at right now. Number forty is Brian Tables in Tampa, Florida. Hey, how you doing, out in Tampa? Hey. Oh, you down there with them lousy bucks? I feel for you because I got them. Lousy I feel. Saints. Hopefully, he's doing okay from the hurricane. Matter of fact, my name? lousy Saints are going to play John's lousy Rams this weekend because they both just—I can't say the word they are right now. Covered, wasn't it? But they're just bad. We'll leave it at that. And let's see who is number fifty. Who is number fifty? We got to count through this. Jennifer Kristen, and where are you from? I'm just writing this down just in case you need it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you do. I think that's Greenville's, Illinois. Well, happy out. They'll be sent out to you tomorrow. We ship them out. They usually take about two, three days to get to you. Right. The lightsabers take about awesome. three or four days. So you, you get your hands on them. And, uh, and remember, once you read through here, this, what are we giving away? Three. So there's uh, 35 more years of these books. Okay. And that's just not the only thing in the library. But so when you get through reading these three, you give them whatever you do, go over to write it to, to, God, well, I am just tongue-tied like a dog tonight. 
Go to galaxypress.com, look around, and you can get all the rest of the books there. Uh, I've, I've got down to, I think I'm down to like 26, 25, 26, I don't know, somewhere up in there. So I'm getting further down the list now, but all of them have great stories. And uh, what do you mean generational? You mean per, no, not really. The stories are not, they don't really put you in a time so much like you knew it was written in 1980 or 1990 or 2000s. They're not really written like that. Not anything I've read so far. I can't. I can't no. say that now. Like he's no, reading some of L. Ron Hubbard's books, his different stories that they sent me to pay mm-hmm. and I listened to. Those put you in different time zones. Not so much in the time he wrote them, but he he puts you, he does a good job of painting an alternative existence or an alternative time. It's it's all I can tell you is read them. It, it's too hard for me to explain, but uh, I've enjoyed them. John, he got me for me, and there's quite a few of them I've gone through now. And now that I got my damn pad back, I can hook it back into my car and listen while hey. I'm driving. We don't even want to talk about the pad incident. And, um, oh, Lord, the people, the, John them sent me a really good pad, or Dolores sent me, it was great, and I was using it all the time. And they came down to New Orleans, and we were hanging out, did a little film, and we had a little dinner. And I forgot the thing in the rental I was in, because I couldn't pick them up in my car, because they had too much luggage on it. And um, it was like, so I went back to see it, and I, I know the guy who owns the place. So I walked in, and, and I said, hey, man, I left my pad. And this is like 15 minutes after I left my pad, 20 minutes. And he looked in the car and said, I don't see it. I'm like, dude, it's in the car. Oh, no, 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 I don't see it. It's not in the car. This went on for how many months? Four, five, six months? Yeah. Went for, and all of a sudden, miraculously, it shows up. I'm like, really? Where? And, Where and does wait, it show up at? And wait. Well, they called me and said they, it was on a shelf and above thing. But wait, it has a charge. So somebody was trying to get into it because it was charged. There ain't no way after six months. They had it. Char- yeah, they had it on the charger. I got mad at him. I said, dude, that's, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It's a stupid person that works there. I'm like, whatever. Was, I said, you should have oh, went and looked. So we, I said, we're friends. You should have went and looked. I said, you should have yeah. went and looked yourself. But no, I'm I glad you they knew they were looking for. Yeah, yeah, you got it, it back it eventually. And, and, and all your files and everything on there is okay, right? Well, no, it's not. That, all that's on there is, mm-hmm. uh, God, there's a bunch of L. Ron Hubbard stories in both audio and in, in, in text. Now, all of our audio books were done a multicast, like radio theater. Yeah. So wow. one, th- this one here, um, Battlefield Earth, which he's he plays it on uh, his station for between Christmas and New Year's. Um, well, it played the week of Halloween too. Hours, sixty-seven actors, one uh, hundred fifty thousand sound effects. Holy it's um, it's it's amazing. It won the top award for audiobooks, uh, the Audio Award, and um, yeah, we audiobook. break it into uh, eight-hour days. And, yeah. uh, and, well, and, I work from home and I listen to podcasts and stuff while I work from home. So I need to listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to listen to it. It really is fun mm-hmm. to listen to. Uh, and, and if you have an, if you have an account with um, Audible, it's one credit. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah it's one okay. Credit. It's on there. Okay. Yeah. I need to look at it. Thousand five star reviews on Audible. Wow. Yeah. Pete, Pete said the audio is better than the movie. For sure. I believe that because it's a book, right? Really I don't want to say that, book. but it is true. Always, it, it is true. I, in my books opinion, are books better. are always better than the it's, movie. It's just, there's just there's more in it. It, it helps you to... Well, okay, Martha, where are you going, baby? Don't shoot daddy while he's sitting here. Martha. Um, sorry. Yeah, Martha. This is Martha. <laughs> this is Martha. Oh, well, never she, mind. She was okay. misbehaving. I was Sweet little. No, she was another dog down there. That was going to be Yorkie named Martha. Uh, she she decided she wanted to go sliding off the thing underneath my feet down there. I was like, hmm. It's usually not in this room. It's usually in the other room. I don't I don't usually keep it in my office. <laughs> I put it back here every once in a while by Bob back here just to aggravate people. Uh, but now the lightsaber's in here, not too much. And John, you seen it? Oh, yeah, you can see it. 
I didn't realize that. I should have asked y'all to find a thing out of place on this shelf, which is the Crown Royal bottle right there. Yeah, yeah. I see that. That's from, what, now three years ago? I still ain't drank anything out that bottle. That tells you see how much I don't drink at all when I'm at home. It just sits there. Just when he comes to see us. Yeah, just when I go see John. And John makes me drink people. No, he doesn't. just teasing. John's a good guy. I like to give him trouble. He's a really good guy. Um, I would be, oh, that's what I was going to ask you before we get out of here. Do you think the writer's course over at um, Galaxy Press would help her with her book? Because I don't know. Very I was fiction. thinking about that. If you go to writersofthefuture.com, we have an online writing workshop. Um, mm-hmm. It's a course that you, anybody can take. It's free. It's, it's, free. it's at writersofthefuture.com and you just find online workshop. It's just set to go at your own pace. And it's uh, taught by Orson Scott Card, who wrote Ender's Game. He made that into a movie. Okay. Tim Powers, who wrote the On Stranger Tides, which was made into the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And then uh, Dave Wolverton, who used to be the coordinating judge for Writers of the Future. Uh, he wrote some of the Star Wars books. So they're, they're all best-selling authors, and they do an amazing job um, just uh, doing some very easy <laughs> And uh, there's some essays on there by Elron Hubbard and just how to how to put a story together. Okay, awesome. Thank you. I wrote that down. I'll look into all this in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, because it gives you a lot of the, we've had reporters take the course, people that write articles for magazine, journalists take the course, because it gives a lot of really good information that's universal in writing. You know, okay. so there are some I, I've been through the course three times, but when I get to the end, I can't write. So I just, it's, anyway, we're not getting into that. Tonight. Well, that's a good promotion for the course. Thanks, Joe. No, it's a great course. That's what I'm saying. It's a great course. I'm just not the one. Just, just so to put to this, level. just to put this, just to put this in perspective, I was out with them in April this year. I managed to get twelve thousand words written. Still got them on my computer. That's it. I haven't even put a word on it since I've been back in the house. Um, You're gonna come back why. to LA to finish your story. I, I, I know, but I did because you know what I do is is while I was uploading stuff and prepping for them from you know everything we were doing in a day, I would sit down because I had the the two. I had the laptop open, another one open. I just start writing while I was waiting for something to finish, and then would ding me and finish, and I'd pause and go do that, and I'd go back to it. You're so distracted. Right home I am because I got a lot of other stuff going on besides the station yeah. and iCar and, and my other business. I got a bunch of stuff going on besides that. So uh, there's always something around here needs something needs it. Like right now, I'm putting new floors in my house. That's what I'm doing all next week is putting. By the way, they're really pretty. Kind of looks like that wood behind Emily back. It's actually apple wood, is what it is, but. So before I'm I'm laying it over. Not mahogany really nice. off anchor anchor man. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm 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 laying it over. I got a I got a hardwood floor in my house now. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, that's okay. I was I was gonna re like, What's that what's that line he says about anchor smells? I can't remember right now. That's one of the funniest movies ever. I'm sorry, everybody was thinking about that. <laughs> But I really got to thinking I was just going to resand my hardwood floors, and then I said, "Oh man, do I really want to get into that project? It's not—it's not really that hard. It's just—it's messy." So now I'm just going to go ahead, go right over the top on what this with this floor. It's a beautiful floor, it really, really is. It's expensive little floor, but it's a beautiful floor. And yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm not going to use it, but I'm going to use something like it for my bathroom. I just got through—I just got through laying new floors in all my bathrooms and in my other hall. Yeah, everything back there. This is all hardwood floor there. Yeah, and it, that office is beautiful, by the way. And again, Jack, whoever wrote to me earlier, no, right now it's not real, but it is real. It's it's a real, it's a picture of a real place that yeah. they work at. Yes, no, they work. It's really at- like where it's right below us, the floor yeah. right below wow. us. Wow. Yeah. And right yeah. here behind me, where I'll move out of the way. Yeah. Oh, look at the trophies, man. These are the trophies that you win if you win Writers of the Future. Wow. Notice those that are one beautiful. I love those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
they they really put on a great event. I mean, the whole everybody there it, it works really hard. Everybody puts on a great event. Everybody's very likable. Uh, nobody's bugging nobody about anything except what they're there for. So mm-hmm. all I can tell you is write and win, and you'll 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 know what I'm talking about. I, I can sit here and tell you all day long who everybody's listening to us, but if you if you don't win, you don't understand it. I mean, they give you a tour of Arthur Services, which is a great place. They got great people over there. They got great, they got great people everywhere. I have not. I, and I hate to say this because I'm going to jinx myself, but I have not met anybody there I did not like, which is weird for me because I'm usually not liking all people much. <laughs> I'm usually like, I don't like you. Get out of my face. It's uh, they're, they're just really good people. Uh, that's all I can tell you. And, and being tell. involved with them is, is a great thing. Who's nicer, Emily or John? John's way sweeter than Emily. Emily. I'm going to be Emily. I'm going to be John, John's Emily. way sweeter than Emily is. No, John's a sweet Emily. Emily. Yeah. John, John's a nice one. Emily's like, let me get no, you. No. And, and this year I'm going to arm her up, so you better watch the hell out. <laughs> She'll have a secret weapon this year, so you better watch out. Get, get you, I'm going to get you she one of the things you can strap it to the leg. in for that lightsaber. I'm giving her you. something much better than a lightsaber. And I'm going to get you one of them things that you can put it inside your leg, hold it on your leg, and put your pants right over the top of it. It actually has a clip. So you put it upside down. So you have a clip when you raise your leg and you hit it, it drops out. It so drops you can, you can out. Gra- it drops out. So you grab with your, whichever hand you got, and whatever you hand it, and just maybe you kill somebody for it, even though they got killed. <laughs> you like, they'll be, head be rolling on the ground, and they'll be looking at you. Did you just kill me? Oh, shit. <laughs> what the hell happened here? Um, yeah, that totally fits my personality. <laughs> no, she's, she, I, I pick on her all the time, guys, but it's only because I like it. She reminds yeah. me of Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. I know. Yeah, it's true. Uh, she's Tomb Raider. <laughs> yes, Jennifer, that is true. I only pick on people I like. If, if I don't pick on you, it means I don't like you. That's yes. <laughs> just one of them things. I pick on people I like. I'm not going to waste uh, my I time on people third, I don't like. I learned that about boys back in elementary school. The well, boys that I picked mean, on me liked me. I'm not <laughs> going to pick on anybody I don't like. That's like a waste of time, man. What the hell? I got other stuff I could be doing besides that. Uh, Jean, wait, one more question. We got to get out of here. Where it's already 20 after. Okay. What you got? What you got, Jeannie? Jeannie, come on. Throw it up there. Throw it up there. Yeah. Galaxypress.com. That's where you go to buy it. Yeah. They No. Well, yeah, they got the anthology. They, they got a lot of stuff over there. All I can tell you is go look. You got they got pads, they got little phone looking things, they got little um scan disc cards. Um there's all kind of stuff there. And they make great Christmas presents. Yeah, we got some great holiday specials up there now too. And it's not gonna put you in a poor house either. That's the nice part. The pads are expensive, but that's only because there's it's a full size uh iPad with just at least three hundred pieces on it. It's probably more than that. And uh so uh, it's it's well worth whatever you're paying for it. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's It will take an average person. A decent reader could probably have a couple of years worth of material in there. Yeah. Except for Emily and my wife. They'd be <laughs> five mm-hmm. minutes later, they'd be done with it. Um, well, some people just like to read. That's I mean, my a mom. Lot. She's a language arts teacher, retired, yeah, I mean, eighth grade. And it's yeah. weird for me because you give me a schematic in 15 minutes, I'll be done with it. You give me a book book. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? Give me, I need a tape, man. Give me, give me a CD. Give me a scan. Just give me something I can plug into something. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know why that is. It's it's something. I'll, I'll tell you what it is. When I was in private school, my English teacher, Miss False, uh, who was a Harvard grad, she made us do a, a classic a week, every week. So I had it for three years, and we had to do a classic every week. Things like every classic you can think of, we had to read and write an essay on. I was like. And don't get me wrong, it opened my eyes to a lot of literature that I probably wouldn't have read otherwise. 
But some of it, I was like, like the Red Fern grows. Okay, it was a good story, but it's not something I would have read. All miles out of Red Fern. Yeah, I, 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 Charlotte's Web too. Yeah, you know? hey, look, I, I'm not gonna lie, I cried too. I mean, I'm not too big of a guy to admit it that I cried. Oh, and by the way, so 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 you know, old yeller. So you know, <laughs> Sorry, I'm going through all these. Yeah, you no, know, I had to read that one. There's just so much stuff we had to read, and and then we had all all the literary classics we had to read, which is great. I mean, it really. And the school was different. They took us to operas and they took us to ballets. They even took us to rock concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, they just wanted you to have a really well-rounded education. They wanted you to, to understand the arts, which you're not going to get in a public school. It's just not going to happen. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But in private schools, you know, it, it was nice. And I, I had a really good education. It helped me get get, a, get into get when I want to get my degrees. It helped me to do that. So it was really, it was really nice. I enjoyed it. Uh, Jimmy Bean, Jimmy Bean, like in Jim Dean, Jimmy oh. Bean. Is that? Is that what you're telling me, man? I'm confused. Are you like coming dizzy? over here to Kentucky side? I know. Oh, dizzy. Thanks. Are you going Dizzy Perfect. Dean? Like you're from Mississippi or something? What? What? Real quick. Real quick. Who's the boss? John's the boss. Shh. Well, Emily's the boss. But no, still, Emily we're going to say John's the, the yeah, boss. Emily's we're going to say, I like John's. We're going to say John's <laughs> the boss. <laughs> yeah, I think there's evil, a good right? balance, evil, actually, balance. too. Oh, but, no. They're, they're an excellent yeah. team. They're, yeah. they're an excellent team. Uh, if you you got to see them at work, guys, to see them. They're an excellent team. No, nah, they kind of split up things and do what they're doing. And all of both of them are busy all the time. Well, there's always something to do when, when these are going on. There's always something that needs to be taken care of or watched over or talked about. Or they give lots of lectures. There's lots of it. Just five days of, of, of basically learning how to write and learning how to do art. And they're great courses. I got to say this last one. I actually see the first year I went out visiting them, I, I, I was with the artists most of the time. So, which, which was a lot, but I'm a lousy artist anyway, but still, mm-hmm. but this time I spent a lot of time with the authors. Um, and I, I picked up quite a lot. I, I, it was just, you know, I, guys, I'm not even a writer, but I did pick up quite a lot. I was, so I, I think for any decent writer who came out there and spent some time with these people, uh, you're really going to sharpen your skills. I know that for a fact, because if you go listen to some of the interviews that we did, some of the questions I asked, I asked, I, did you think this helped you? to become a better writer. Everyone I asked said yes. Matter of fact, every illustrator I asked said yes. Uh, so, you know, it's just, it's just, it's like a stepping stone for y'all. It's really yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. If, if you can win this, you're one step closer to that dream that you're after. Uh, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. You can't submit stuff like that. No, sorry. No sex, no drugs. No, 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 that ain't going to work. Somebody no violence. That, really? No. Oh yeah. That well, no, it's not the first time in. that we've actually had this, we've actually in. had this, is asked before. It's I always, yeah, I always say I say PG seventeen, but it's probably really PG thirteen. Um, but yeah, just think of it like that. Think about let me do it this way. You got kids, okay? Would you think want about, them to read it? Think about it, it's okay for your kid to read, not your eighteen year old kid, your eleven year old kid. Think of it like that. Yeah. So if you're going to write, that's what you want to write it to. Yes. No, it's good. I, okay, I, I can take any kind of language, but I've read three of these now. And there's no cursing in them. And it's just, just the books keep your Please. attention. They keep yeah. your attention. And I'm not easy. Let me tell you what, it's not easy to keep my attention. I'm ADDDDA. Uh, <laughs> so I'm double it, Bobby. So, you know, I need something that can hold me still. I enjoyed it. I, like, with, with 38, though, uh, I got to read it a couple of times because uh, I got to read it. I had John had sent me a copy early. So I read it at home, then I read it on the plane. I actually read it twice at home, then I read it on the plane. And for some reason, I told him that when I got there, it sunk in better on the plane. I have no idea why. 
Uh, it just did. See altitude. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> altitude always helps with everything. Mm -hmm. I promise. But I took was, my mom to the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. That's where Stan Stephen King wrote The Shining, and they have the drink red rum. And my oh, mom, wow. I was like, "You can only handle one of these, Mom. Do not drink two. Do not, because the altitude affects everything and how you mm -hmm. think." And yeah. she went for number two. She did. And she started giving my name and number out to guys to set me up for a date. Come marry my daughter. No. No. And so altitude changes everything. That's what happened to you in the airplane, Joe. Yes. Well, you know, I, I mean, we just got back. We were in Denver just recently, not, not too long ago. When we went out to Fanex, we were, we drove. So uh, Denver, you know, it was weird for me because um, we stayed at several places at 8,000 feet or higher. But when I got to Denver, I had a hard time breathing. Denver, Denver's only at 5,000 feet. That's not a, it's a mile. Yeah, I think it was the pollution, not the height. Uh, but anyway, we'll leave that alone. I love you people in Denver. I do. But I didn't think your town was as – I mean, y'all supposed to be Colorado. Your town's dirtier than New Orleans is. I was. Oh, weird. you're talking about downtown Denver? I'm yeah, sorry. Was, I've done a lot of travel there. It, 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 was, it, was, it was a bolder. I was disappointed or, is all I can say. Yeah. Now, outside see, of Denver. The, the other places I stayed, nice. like um, there's a couple other places I stayed in Colorado. They were beautiful. People were great. Everybody was friendly. We had a good time. Uh, everybody was nice in, in Utah. And I hear people horror stories about Utah. I've been to Utah four times now, and I've uh, never experienced anything but niceness. I mean, yeah, I was they're, in, yeah, in, they're in, very they're nice. Very, they're, they just, they're amazing. We sell more books at the at the, the show there in Salt Lake City than any other show. It's yeah, just, they're very, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, very, I, very, I really very, enjoyed them. Uh, what well, we got? We gotta go. We gotta get out of here. Any guys, tell them again what day? What day is the parade? What day is it gonna re-air? So the parade live is on the twenty seventh of November, so it's coming right up. It's at six o'clock in the evening is when the actual parade itself starts, and then on the sixteenth of December is the airing on the CW network at eight p.m. and that's Eastern and uh, Pacific. Pacific time, both eight p.m. Uh, on the live, will that be on like? Can we see that like on no. YouTube yep, or Facebook? Or? No, there'll be some people putting clips up on YouTube and stuff, but it isn't going to be like, you're not going to see Eric Estrada and Montel Williams and Dean Kane up there. In okay. You're going to see somebody on the street with their little iPhone, you know, type of thing. All right. Yeah, I'm going to definitely wait, watch wait, this. Wait. Are they airing it in LA the day of the parade? No. No, no KTLA, which I is the pirated it, man. <laughs> I would put it on it will air also sometime in December, um, probably the day or two after the 16th. Yeah. They'll do it there because that's they'll have a special broadcast for Los Angeles that has the the mayor and the city council members are also in the play. They do a special edit for that because that's those are people that the city will appreciate seeing. But somebody out in Colorado or New Orleans would. Who, yeah, that's true. They wouldn't that's care true. less about a city council. Yeah, they'd be like, well, that'll be yeah. the Friday night, uh, the 16th. So that's the last day my son goes to school. So we're going to celebrate Christmas vacation with this Perfect. parade. We're going to watch what? it. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Wonderful. Cool. Uh, so right y'all be now, sure to get out and don't calendar. forget, chant Emily when you're in the damn parade. <laughs> I want to be watching. I want to see some damn chanting going on out there, people. Uh, that and don't forget. I already know John and I are going to get nominated next year, so you asses better get over there and vote. <laughs> I'll tell you this. If one of us don't win, I'm not giving away nothing next Christmas. That's it. Uh, he's on lying. Oh, I'm serious. And I, get and I don't vote. even know him that well. He's lying. Yeah, yeah, but vote, vote, vote. <laughs> you know what? 
<laughs> for every for every person that garners us 500 votes, I'll give you a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. How's that? Oh yeah. Oh. Well, it's not for another like six months or seven months or something. So it's going to be a little ways, but but I will. I'll hook up anybody who wants to. Hey, that's cheating. That ain't cheating. You got to be listening to get the sabers. So how's that cheating? Oh, that's true. I see. Uh huh. But yeah, no, for every 500 votes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We uh we get. Well, that's like they sent us the honorable mention thing. Well, I ain't gonna buy a trophy for honorable mention. It just just isn't me. But um, we 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 usually have five or six shows that get submitted. Um, usually, one year three of us made it, and but just year just John and I made it. Nobody else made it, and it looked like we were doing pretty good. I mean, it went on for a week. It's weird the way it works. So everybody gets to for vote. five million votes. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, we made it out of five million. So. First, first round is just everybody gets to vote, and then the second round, they how many did they pick five thousand? Is it two thousand? Yeah. So out of the people who voted, they pick a, another base of people, and they get to vote on the finalists. So get your asses picked so you can vote for us. I don't care. Go out there and strip or something. Just get me damn trophy. <laughs> I want a trophy. I'm not talking about the girls. I'm talking about the guys. Chippendales, you can go over there. You know, <laughs> there'll be some Chippendales going on out there. Just vote, people. Um, no, yeah, we're, we're getting go. back to the parade. TikTok, so TikTok challenge over here is what I'm thinking. Yeah. It needs to be a TikTok challenge. That's a good idea. I might put us on TikTok for the voting next year. That might actually help. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're we actually I haven't done it with this show, but we we've been working on the live setup for here for TikTok. So, oh, speaking of that, before we go, we're gonna be you know we're already on one Christian broadcast now. We're now we're gonna be on another. Here he mentions this after the chip and tell. Lord have mercy. Is all I gotta say. What do you mean? <laughs> Christian women watch. Let me tell you something. Christian women watch Chippendales, and sometimes they get a little wild when they watch the Chippendales. I know quite. By the way, we're going to talk about Jesus now, everybody. We're not talking about yeah, Jesus. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah. We're talking about, we ain't brought up. We don't even brought up Super J's name. We were talking about somebody else. But um, <laughs> it's it's anyway, people. Uh, you know, pay attention. Go out and enjoy the prayer. I hope y'all all have a lot of fun. Anybody who attends and you want to drop us a line, feel free to drop us a line. Uh, no, whoever said that, I can't really. Even if I could get somebody out there to. To stream it for me, it, it, they would sue me if I streamed it live over the network. Yes, uh, sorry about that, guys. It's it's that's Hollywood. They're funny about what you stream with this. Yeah, <laughs> you you got to have you got to have a right to stream it, and they're not going to give it right away. So it, it's but no, go out and see it. Uh, we'll see it on the sixteenth. But y'all we'll go see, see it, it on, the, on the 18th. Yes, yeah. yeah, y'all go out and enjoy it. Have some fun. Yeah, have some fun. You know, bring some food with you. Get you get you in and out burger. Go sit on a curb and enjoy it. Yes. Uh, Janine, I have no idea what LA's liquor laws are. I don't know if you have open containers or not. I'm not from there. Uh, can they drink on the street in LA? I know they can in New Orleans, but I Nancy. See. No. Uh, can see, we do I, a I watch party? That. Can you do a watch party on the on Well, the there's, there's so many different restaurants along the route that people go into the restaurants there to Yeah, see, there the you go. <clears throat> For the people who like to drink, yeah. there you go. That's, oh, how okay. the, that's how the parade originally started. It was originally created to bring business to Hollywood for the business district. Okay. So go out and enjoy the parade. Bring you it's kid friendly. Yeah. Bring your kids. Go let them see Santa Claus. You know, having a good time. <laughs> Y'all are idiots tonight. Uh, I'm not even going to bring that. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, we got to go. John, John and Emily, thanks for coming on, and I always love having you. Nice meeting, meeting you both. Yeah. But again, people, go out and when I say I'm not talking about voting anymore, but go out, write your thing, <clears throat> and submit it. And I'm going to tell you this before we go. Because I've met the people who go over the stories, and I've met the judges. So they, they truly do blind judge, by the way. Uh, your story goes through somebody, and then it goes to the judges. When the judges get it, it's a number. They have no idea what sex color. They don't know what you are. They have no idea. All they get is a story. 
Uh, and unless they're telepathic, I'm sure that's all they're getting is the story. Uh, so they're just going to read your story and you'll, you'll win on that. So submit. The worst thing that's going to happen is, is you'll get a, a letter or Joni or Colleen said you didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Or you might even get an honorable mention. Or you might even get something else. But you can't get anything if you don't submit. Okay, that's all I'm, I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, and no, why y'all always ask me that? No, they don't pay me for this. <laughs> Jesus, I get this question like once every three shows. No, uh-uh. I like John and Emily, that's why. If I didn't like him, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, that's just how it is. No, because they're good people. Yeah, they're yeah, good. Yeah, I don't, I don't meet that many good people. Good so wins. I do, that's so what they I are. Do, they're good wins. Yeah, so when uh, I do meet good people, I like to keep them around. There's so many of y'all out there that are hmm, just strange, we'll say. We won't be mean, we'll just say strange. But guys <laughs> and girls, go out, enjoy the parade, have a lot of fun. And again, drop us some pictures, drop us some lines, send us some stuff so we can put it up there. And don't forget to chant Emily. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be watching on 18th. I want to see this. I want to see this. Or you can, you can try double Emily. How's that? Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, Can't go wrong with Emily. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, oh, no. If she's seen y'all trying to Emily, she'd turn red like a, like a crawfish, man. <laughs> she'd be like, oh, my God, we go back inside. <laughs> no, now, I don't, Joe, I don't, I don't think she's that natural. We're going yeah. back on the show, I think, next Wednesday. Invite me back on again for this thing mm-hmm. here. And what we'll do Different is – We'll have two tickets for the grand. Oh. If you think that would be of a, a value that we can yeah, give. Yeah, we might as well give it a try. Yeah. Nice. In Los Angeles. So he's talking about Wednesday night. They're going to come join me on Wednesday night. And we're going to, we're going to talk about this and a couple of other things. And uh, what's well, a different audience? UFO Uncovered has a much larger audience than, than this show does. So this tonight, last time I checked, we were at about 1.77 million. So uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. Just, you know, UFO on the cover right now has been running around 3.5 million. So it's double the size audience. And it's a different kind of audience, you know. As we have a lot of political people listening tonight, you know, people listening to UFO on the cover may actually enjoy the parade more. So go out, have some fun. I'm going to have to and, listen Wednesday. Yeah, well, you come <laughs> there. Feel free to be. If you want to come join us, it's early. That's six to eight, though. So that's seven to nine, your time. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to join us, just stop by and join us. Um, on that note, guys and girls, we're going to get out of here. I want to thank John and Emily for coming and hanging out with us. I want to thank the other Emily for coming and hanging out with us. What you mean, is the other Emily going to be a fixture? I don't know. We haven't talked about it yet. I'll let you know when we do. And on that note, good night and stay tuned for Spaced Out Radio with the oh, crazy man. I love Spaced Out. Good night, guys. Bye-bye.